This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now the moment we've all been waiting for is here. It is my very distinct pleasure to introduce to you Emily Bates, Susie Bailey, Samantha Darko, Beth Farmer, and Joni James. They are Sparkle Motion. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! What's the... Why? Who? How? What? I couldn't help but overhear everything you've been saying, and I need for it to stop. I gotta tell you guys, you would have to agree with my next statement, is that we're slow, it's slow, the movement's slowly getting there. Yeah. 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 There it is. This is how we do it. Who let the dogs out? Rock and roll part two. Fight the power. The struggle is real. And now. I just want to start off the new year by saying this ring is much too small. Oh, come on. <laughs> Our feature presentation. All right, let's count it down. 20, 19, oh, no, 16, 17, 30, uh, 9, 12, okay. 10, 4, 14. Okay. Happy New Year. 7, okay. 6, 8, 11, 11, 18, 5, 3, 2, okay. 20. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Contractually, Dick Clark's production company still owns that New Year's Eve show. Yeah, so yeah. on ABC. So contractually, do they have to call it that for the rest of time? I mean, I assume so. Because there's going to come a time where nobody's going to know who Dick Clark is. Right, but it's going to make why him. He, yeah, he keeps his name there, so they do know who he is. The legacy lives on. Yeah. What happened? I'm not on oh, you're on green. Oh, that's oh. a very easy way to get me off the show. Let's see when what's happening. <laughs> Says the guy who's talking in the wrong microphone, sir. Well, I mean, this one's in front of me. (laughs) It is also dressed like a gondola driver. (laughs) What's going on with that? Where'd you park your boat, Judson? It's just a striped shirt. (laughs) Look at him. I picked up a new job while uh, while we were on vacation. I wish Judson was a gondola driver. That would be great. Do they drive? It's a more. It's a steer. More of a steer, but yeah. yeah. Like the more in your eyes. Like a big pizza pie. Everything but a beret. Um, by the way, speaking of a uh, Jensen, I don't want to. Yes, you do. Go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, no, you, you know me. I'm I'm about love, right? And um, and togetherness. Sure. But I also am a guy who thinks that, and I know it's random to say, okay, New Year, New Me, and you know, change your habits and and be better and do things differently. And but we a lot of us uh, do it. A lot of us look at it as a reset. You know what I mean? An opportunity to make the, the I'll next get year, to the story. Uh, right. For God's <laughs> sake. Really racing into what this could be. <laughs> so <laughs> we get off at ten. <laughs> I haven't had anyone to talk to for two weeks. Okay. Although so Jensen, some studies say that we don't stick to our resolutions, <laughs> but I do believe that. God damn it! All I'm saying is that. 
why in the first 60 seconds mm-hmm. of Jensen being in the studio this morning did we have to hear about his diarrhea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His vomiting? Yeah. His oh, food wow. Yeah. And, acid and reflux in, also mm-hmm. I brought acid up. Acid reflux? Yeah. And in detail, too, yeah. in, in liquid detail. Yeah. I think I know why. Because I'm very open mm-hmm. about my issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a very big issue one of your first weeks here. That's right. Where I was texting Chip from the bathroom across the hall saying, I might not make it. Yeah. So I you feel mean like living. You might actually at die. all just die in this bathroom, <laughs> send someone. Yeah. I think he feels it's it's open. It's a very safe space for him to talk about these problems. Uh well, I'm happy you brought this up uh-huh. because as the most Jewish oh, uh, yes. uh-huh. co-host of the show, mm-hmm. uh, my own being and vomiting and mm-hmm. diarrhea and, and acid reflux is part of my being. So it's if, just who you if are. Dean is going to push it down, he's basically saying that I can't be myself. He's an wow. anti-Semite. Yeah. I see. Wow, uh-huh. that changes. Okay. Anti-Semite. I'm glad I got here a minute late. <laughs> yes, you should be. <laughs> Tell you that. It was play-by-play, man. It was, I'm on the toilet and now I'm vomiting yeah. and now I'm back on the toilet. The I was other poisoned. I was poisoned by a popular sandwich spot. I would like to say, however, that uh, most people understand what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had food poisoning usually is enough. Right. Both mm-hmm. ends. We get it. Right. You don't need mm-hmm. a lot of explanation Again, after that. A lot of my talent is in detail. This so. is what you need right here. <laughs> I pooped my pants. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then you move on with the next conversation. Well, I was but hired now... for a specific reason. And <laughs> but now, now you, you know. Do it. You need to get a just a secure trash can in that bathroom so you can have that on your lap for situations like this. He had one of the ones that you hit with your foot and the lid comes up. That's no good. No, that's a nightmare. Can't duel. No. Yeah, you're a beginner. Can't duel. (laughs) You're a beginner. And I'll tell you something else, if you don't mind me saying so. I felt like... I feel like we were very heavy on poop at the end of the show. And I thought over the break, you know what? We really got to back up, you know, back off on the poop talk a little bit. Mm -hmm. First minute in. I like well, technically, backup. you brought it up on show. Correct. I brought it up right. off air. That's just correct. So those but, keeping score. But that I don't know that B knows the difference anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he just walked up to the mic during break every day and talked into it? <laughs> I did do a full show. Where are you, people? Right. He's like Guess Donna. What? That was a great sandwich. <laughs> no, what? No one's listening. <laughs> I was vacuuming behind him. What is he doing? <laughs> All right, do we have time for the thing? Yes. Let's do the first thing of the new year, shall we? And happy new year, by the way, yes. everybody. Mm. Um, hey, like happy long- poo year, am I right? Oh, see, <laughs> now again. <laughs> how, how long can you uh, say happy new year, by the way? Just through this week, I'd right? say, oh, not even this week. I'd say today. We're Today, good. We're first good. day back at work when you see people you yeah. haven't seen. I, I mean, I feel like if you don't see everyone every day, though, if you see somebody in a week and a half, I think it's fine. A week and a half. Really? For the first, for the first time, if you week see them for the half. first time... Of the new year? Eh. What if you see him three weeks for the first time? <laughs> like, what's your cutoff? I mean, yeah. you're, I mean, I went to the market yesterday. They're already on Valentine's Day. Stuff's up. Absolutely. Oh, true, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if you don't see anyone till the summer vacation, Kevin, happy new year. <laughs> no, still no, good? no. I'm saying two, three weeks. All right. But I can agree with you guys. A week is fine, too, especially if you see people every day. The uh, Daily Mirror has a story I find uh, interesting. There's nothing worse than when you want a good night's sleep, but your neighbor has decided it's time for a loud party. Most of us would rush over to bang on the door and tell them to be quiet, but one woman had a different idea. Her name is Candace Marie Benbow, and she put up the letter on Twitter that she left for her neighbor. And by the way, when you get a letter from your neighbor, is it ever good news <laughs> um, not really. Mm-mm. Yeah, you never get a letter that says, "Hey, just wanted to tell you your your yard looks good." Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? that it's bread all... that bread you're making smells like great. <laughs> no, but occasionally you'll get something saying, "Hey, by the way, Saturday night we're having a party." 
Just be oh, aware. The warning letter. Yeah, the warning letter. Sure. Oh, you see, I wouldn't yeah. be familiar you wouldn't, with that. Right. Hi, I hope you're doing well. We haven't formally met, and I hate that we're doing so under these circumstances. When you come home every evening and blast music, I've come to expect it. Sometimes it's a song I hadn't heard in a while, and I appreciate the throwback. Is this she buttering them up here, right? Yes, yeah. Other times it's something I've never heard before, and I've been able to Google a f- few lyrics and add it to my weekly playlist. To be fair, you've helped me catch a vibe. But last night, <laughs> fam, you got me. You really got me. I don't know that uh, I didn't don't know if you were hosting the official after party for our building's holiday social or single handedly determining this generation's R&B king. But 3 a.m. is just too late to be that loud (laughs) at 326. I couldn't tell if you were playing some up tempo hits for the weekend or if you pushed shuffle on some house and techno. Either way, I could have done without that part of the set at 347. I realized it was much more advantageous to reflect on your musical taste and eat potato chips than to try to sleep. You really love a piano solo and some soulful drums. At 3.55 a.m., I should be dreaming. By the way, this woman is a saint to put up with that till 4 in the morning. She's also like Chuck Klosterman with her writing. <laughs> yeah, she's got Amazing. a lot to say. At I don't even f- know who that is. Oh. I'm sorry. He's right. a very popular Rolling Stone. Author. Rolling Stone. Okay. At 3.55 a.m., I should be dreaming about all the things I want Michael B. Jordan and or Malik Yoba to be doing to me. I should be dreaming about the life I could have with Lena Waithe if she was single. single. I should not be up singing Maxwell's Ascension simply because you want to be the second floor's DJ. At 4.07, you settled down, and I really appreciated that. In the future, if you're hosting your kickbacks and come-throughs, please remember the rest of us. As a peace offering, and here's where it gets interesting and probably why it went viral. As a peace offering, I hope you'll enjoy this pound cake. At 3.30, when I decided to bake it for you, I realized I was taking your feelings into much more consideration than you were taking mine. I hope that changes, especially since I'm only three months into a 13-month lease. Looking forward to seeing you soon. So she made a peace offering with a pound cake after he kept her up till after 4 a.m. But also a whole lot of passive-aggressive. Yeah, I mean, it sounded... Why the letter, though? I mean, if, you, if, they're, if they're playing music too loud or whatever, have mm-hmm. a conversation. But I don't think you want to go... Can, you can make I, think funny. She was, I think she was mad, first of all, yeah. honestly. And I think she was trying to figure out a way to pacify the situation without getting into a, a, a fight with her neighbor. Right. Because uh, if she goes over there at 4 a.m. and bangs on his Oh, door, no, I'm not saying 4 a.m. I'm saying maybe a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. I've, done, just, I've done the 4 a.m. knock. You have? Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Uh, Gossip Girl actor Chase Crawford used to live above me. Uh-huh. And he used to play techno all the time, very Ooh. late. And so I went up there like three or four, and it was just a bunch of people up there. And I knocked on it in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Sweet. my, like, old Cleveland Browns t-shirt. This is and, before you had the gondola outfit? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that's a too loud. Uh, and I knocked I knocked on the door, and, he, and they answered. He was shirtless. And I was like, Chase. You gotta turn this down, and they just stared at me, all drunk and weirded out, and no one turned it down. And I was like, "This could be so a fight." Oh, that was no. just it. You turned around, or no? and I sent him an email the next day, okay, and was like, "Dude, you can't do." It. And he, we've never spoken, but wow, he, yeah, he but never, you got gossip real canceled though. Yeah, I did do that, right? <sighs> Update: yeah. uh, XOXO. She, <laughs> she tweeted a couple of days later. I just met my neighbor Tommy. He's so freaking cool. He apologized for the noise, promised to invite me to the next party, and most importantly, said my pound cake was amazing. So mm-hmm. a happy ending for them. I saw the picture that they posted together. Mm-hmm. I mean, heavy on the pound cake, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be, <laughs> woohoo! That's a close booty call is all I'm saying. Uh, all they're right. boning. They're boning, you guys. Oh, that's what yeah. you're saying. Yes. Oh, yes. I yes. see. Yes. <laughs> so a happy ending in more ways than one. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? I'm sorry. I'm having a little trouble focusing here right now. I'm very high, and there's just a lot of words. 
I had a, a tiny issue with my Twitter over the oh, holiday. This guy has social media. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about this. I oh, you say, don't? No. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll, um, we're going to play You Be the Judge. Huh. You don't know about it either. I don't think Fantastic. I do. Fantastic. No, this is great. Do you? Uh, probably because I deleted it. Oh. Okay. But I'll explain it all and, and tell you all about it, and then you can you can tell me what the hell's going on. Another Geraldo shirtless selfie of yours? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they all are, aren't they? Mostly. What's up with Florida? What is up with Florida? On the program today, apparently there's a listener who has uh, done a diss track against Muggos. It's pretty good. It's Can't pretty wait. good. Right? Yeah. He may have got him. <laughs> That's it, Jensen? Yeah, he You're may a got battle him. rapper. We'll what find- do you mean he may have got him? We'll get into the segment, but I'm just saying, early, little spoiler alert. You may have got him. It was real good. <laughs> um, somebody was upset that you exchanged or returned a gift. Yeah. That seems to happen a lot, that people return gifts, but I, I've never met anyone who gets upset about it. I've never known someone that told me that they were returning a mm, gift of mine. Really? Yeah. Because I get great gifts. <laughs> uh, and also on the program today, we're going to have a, a complete vacation recap, which is coming up just after 6 o'clock. So that's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Rock KROQ. That means it's time for Allie with what's happening. And I need you to cover every story we missed oh, shoot. since our last day in mid-December. Oh, man. So just uh, take your time. Let's catch up. All right. Well, um, Aquaman did pretty damn well mm-hmm. this Christmas season. It's, um, it's shaping up to be the biggest success for DC since 2012's the Dark Knight Rises. It um it finished with a whopping global total of 751.8 million. That beat out Mary Poppins Returns Bumblebee by significant margins wow. and it's on the movie trajectory to easily make over 900 million by the time it leaves theaters. I'd say that's a success, sure, right? Yeah. But here's the thing, here's why I bring it up. Uh, you and Dave just got into it like Aquaman style. Yeah. There was a trident mm-hmm. and abs what um you guys were were you had pretty different ideas Correct. of the movie so yeah. i think we need to bring this up later maybe okay. do a recap of of what we saw what we liked right. what we didn't like you and dave duking it out we did have very different opinions on that you one. certainly yeah. did all right so let's get to that in a bit and i can't wait to talk to kevin mm-hmm. about roma mm. Because Ooh, the, did he just man? Oh man! Just kiss. Yeah, I can't imagine a, if you if you took scientists into a lab mm-hmm. and said design a movie that Kevin will hate more than anything mm-hmm. he's ever seen. Roma would be in it. Of course, it's you know everybody's favorite movie of the holiday season. But being in black and white and being Spanish and not having a story—it's everything you look for in a film, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> now Can't you wait. did. You did send us all an email, email saying you saw Mary Poppins. Was that real? I did. That was real because okay. I went to my family's house and my uh-huh. mom wanted to see Mary okay. Poppins, and the whole family was like, "Early, early." Yes, it's mom. Let's go. Okay. It was really good. Really? Yeah. All right. But then again, I'm a kid who watched um, the first one mm-hmm. twenty times because of my mom when I was a kid. We get it. Watched it, watched it, watched you it. You had a mom. I get it. We no, get no, it. No, that's not my point. But I'm saying that's probably why I liked it a lot. I get it, Oedipus. It's cool. Yeah, you liked it. You liked it a lot. You did it for mommy. I make mommy happy. <laughs> mommy, let's watch Mary Poppins again. <laughs> Can we hold hands this time, mommy? The sugar go down. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Mama, I love you. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that was last week. <laughs> that was last week. It's <laughs> got real creepy real mama, quick. Mama, get out the umbrella again. <laughs> but paddle my butt, mama, with the Whoa. umbrella. What? Whoa. Oh, that's too far. It just happened. <laughs> you guys, we're going to get into um, some comedy stuff that happened. Not just Louis C.K., which mm. people are all up in arms. Oh, comedian said some more stuff. We're going to get into Tiffany Haddish apparently really bombing her sold-out set at um, in Miami on New Year's. Like, bombing to the point where people were heckling, walking out, and then she just decided to drink with them on stage so no they could tell kidding. jokes. We're going to get into that story because, I mean, I think bombing is just all part of the process. We get it. But I think you also expect a headliner to have have jokes yes. on stage and not be reading from an iPad. She was reading on New from Year's an Eve. iPad. I, I think like... she's on a bit of a. I think she's going to have to course correct. Oh, is that right? I think she didn't have a good weekend at all. Oh. doing stand up. Mm. I heard some comedy store stories as well. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. All right. This whole uh, segment has been a teaser for right. what's coming up. You like that? Nice work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some birthdays for you, Cuba Gooding Jr. Right? Huh? No. Dak Shepard, Tay Diggs, Kate Bosworth, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Not going to lie, first thing I uh, did when I woke up this morning was uh, check to see if a winning ticket was sold for the Mega Millions. Mm. And it was. Well, we know that was, by the sound of your voice that you didn't win. No, yeah. it was in Long Island. Why do I keep getting sucked into that? Mm. Why do I keep thinking, oh, no, I got it. Someone's got to win. I mean, I don't know why you think you got it, but I I did play it more last year than ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because they re-engineered the drawings so that the jackpots get bigger now, so it it, it turns into a you know a hype storm, right? And, and you feel like a an a hole if you don't buy a ticket. Stupid Long Island. <laughs> All I wanted to do was was open up my phone today and see say one winning ticket was sold at the Bromart in New Orleans. And then we would have never heard another word from you for from the rest you. of yeah. our lives. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of New Orleans, um, let's uh, let's uh, recap vacations briefly. All right. As if there are people who care. I spent most of it here at home because my mother-in-law was in town, and uh, I will say the good thing is she didn't want to do a bunch of tourist stuff. All right. You know, she didn't want to go out and uh, you know see the alligators or see the the plantation tours or anything like that. She wasn't earning beads. I called, <laughs> I called her. I called her ahead of her visit, and I said, "Look, you've, you're 74 years old. You've never been to New Orleans. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Tell us what we can arrange for you." And she said, "All I want to do is eat." And I said, "My kind of guest." Done. So that's all we did. Is wow. we just ate all the time. Some we just went from restaurant to restaurant. There were times where we would show up at a restaurant that we were really looking forward to and we were so full that we could barely eat. We had to take most of it home because hmm. we were eating so Beat much. Beat is 265 pounds right now. I, why yeah. do you think you guys haven't seen me in a year? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, so that was fun. It was great. She had a great time and it's always, uh, no matter how old you are, there's always a certain amount of weird pressure on you if you have a parent coming to town mm-hmm. because, you, you know, you want to you you want to show well, you know what I sure, mean? Sure, of you course. Don't, yeah, yeah. You don't want to em- embarrass yourself in your family. And then after that, I did. Uh, Kevin, you'll appreciate this. I did a, a quick road trip. I went up. Uh, I went up to Tennessee to visit our old producer uh, Frank Murphy. Ah, the only great. person at Bean's wedding. Yes, he Frank was Murphy. the be- best man at my wedding because we eloped and he went with me. Mm-hmm. And in the more than thirty years that I have known Frank, <laughs> this was the first time. 
he has ever picked up a check at dinner. What? Wow. Even I knew that about him. Are yeah. you kidding? Well, because we went out with his wife and his son. Doesn't so does it usually matter. I know. I, could, <laughs> I was waiting for him to look at me as if it was on me to pay for his entire family. To I go feel out. like that's part of it. That's part of going out with Frank. <laughs> you pay. So it was very, it was wow. it was thrilling to see. I mean, and he opened up his wallet. I don't mean to make the old joke, but I'm telling you, George Washington was blinded when you know when that wallet opened. It was crazy. It creaked when he opened that <laughs> wow. wallet. So a puff of dust popped out. That? Right. New man. So anyway, it was great to uh, it was great to see him. He sends all of his love to the many uh, K Rock listeners. Some of whom waited on social media saying, uh, "Hey, why didn't you just call him on the realistic plug and talk from Radio Shack?" That's true. We used which to, is yeah. a reference that goes way way back. How about you? What'd you do? Uh, me, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed at home most of the time. I uh, did go to Phoenix, visit my family, but I also played, right after we went on vacation, I played in the uh, World Series of Poker. Wow. It's much smaller tournaments at the uh, Bicycle Casino. And uh, the first two tournaments I entered, it was $350. Nothing got kicked out pretty early okay. to get into the tournament. Because you were top 50 or something last big tournament you played, right? Yeah, was, yeah roughly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one, I paid 350 bucks and got kicked out almost immediately. Oh. Whoa. So it was a little bit of a bummer. And then mm-hmm. the third one, I remembered, you know what? Jensen gave me that Los Angeles Kings. Um, it looks like a, for people who play cards, it's a card holder. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it's also for when you're putting, you could put on a yes. green. It does a bunch of stuff, but it was a, it was like a LA Kings thing. I gave one of his secret Santa gifts. So I thought okay. I might as well use it. Maybe yeah. that'll be my lucky charm. Ninth place, $2,700. Whoa. Whoa. So what so you're saying split it is, with Jensen. yeah, I get half. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get the letter. No, waiting for the, the check? transfer. No, oh, waiting no. for a wire transfer. Oh, I need to look into that. Yeah, so, it's probably so lost you, somewhere. So you made back the money you lost in the first two rounds. Yes, and some. plus plus a lot. Yeah, nice. that's very impressive. And then left. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I wasn't going to sit around and give it back. Smart. Is that your plan, post Kevin and Bean, is to be a professional poker player? I don't know. I, I don't think I'm good enough yet, but maybe. Mm-hmm. But you would love that as yeah, a job, I would. Right? That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jensen. Listen, guys, it was screener season. Danielle had just gotten off of a film direct. She's directing a TV show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just sat around and stared at each other. Oh. That's it. Well, we are newlyweds. Oh. Newlyweds. We haven't necessarily been able to just relax as, mm-hmm. as husband and wife. So we just watched movies, sat around, were lazy. Nice. That sounds to our, awesome. Talked to our yeah. dog and cat like they're human. <laughs> Did so many things that I like doing when time is down. We All just right. chilled. In the news. Yeah. That sounds sweet news. until Bean just said that. Well, yeah. It <laughs> was all, great. all very sweet and kind and then Bean ruined it. <laughs> oh, but Allie. We yeah. saved Allie for last because mm. she had the most, uh, at least on paper, the most exciting holiday plans. On oh, no. paper. I assume it was the best because it's Ireland. Yeah. we. Um, a friend of mine and I decided kind of last minute, we were trying to figure out at the beginning of vacation, like, oh, are we all going to do our girls trip up to the mountains, whatever, we do that type of thing. And then she's like, or do we find our soulmates in Ireland? I'm like, <laughs> excellent, let's do that. <laughs> and then she said she couldn't go until after Christmas because she hosts this stupid NBA thing that screwed up my whole vacation. Right. So we only went for five nights and boy did we pack in Dublin in five nights. Dublin is awesome. Yeah, we got off the plane at three o'clock on this past Thursday, hit the ground running, checked our stuff into the hotel and then we were out till almost four. So that was night one. (laughs) Uh, Night two did the, um, or we did the, you know, the typical Jameson tour, do the Guinness tour. Sure. Give the Guinness tour is all I'm gonna say. It's like really? it's like 
six stories of Disneyland. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a waste of it's time. It's a waste of time. The Jameson tour, amazing. But Love that. If you could get the free uh, Guinness at the end, go straight for that. And that's the thing. I'm like, how excited are all of you for a free beer? You just paid $30 <laughs> for a free beer. People are insane. It was just very weird. But then we did something that was the highlight of the tour. We did a um, rural mountain pub crawl where they pick you up and they take you out to the countryside and you go to all of these country bars that there's only locals at. And we were having so much fun that we said to our bus driver, what if we stayed and you for left For the rest of us. your lives? <laughs> no, just for the night. Oh. Like, you left us. Could we get a cab? And he's like, probably not. We're like, well, chance it. <laughs> so we did that one night and that was super fun. We had the best time. The people of Ireland... Could not be kinder, lovelier. I could ask maybe you talk a little slower sometimes. Sure, because sure. there was a lot of, huh? I'm sorry, what? What? But that's yeah. also because a little drinking. A, a little drinking. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And had the best dinner of my life in Ireland. Wow. Which I never thought I would say I never thought, your life. I didn't expect that either. And I will say this. It was sushi. What? In what? Dublin. Yeah, it's a, a chef who's apparently famous there, uh, Dylan McGrath who has all of these different restaurants, but it was called Taste by Bonsai. And I Scale kept, of 1 to 10, how drunk were you while eating that, that dinner? That was our, our first meal. Is that, that right? Yeah, that, I was going to say that day, but it probably was our first meal that day. <laughs> but we had just ordered a bottle of wine. That was it. It was the best meal of my life, to the wow. point where we were both like, are we being punked right now? Like, what <laughs> is happening? It was wonderful. But Did it was you meet any nice really Irish funny. lads? Um, a ton, a lot of Seamus's, Finnegan's, Collins, mm -hmm. Ian's. Delightful, delightful young man. I Did feel you... like when I went to Ireland that they, when you meet a person for the first time, you feel like you've known them your whole life. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. vibe they give off. Very warm people. None um, that you were looking for? Well, here's type? the thing. Um, I had gotten my um, Ancestry.com done mm -hmm. and I am, one. I've never seen it on anyone's Ancestry.com where it says 100% Scotland, Ireland. So I went, I went in there thinking, I am going to make out with a cousin at some point. Like <laughs> oh, so I, you're a little afraid. I was a little bit worried. So I'd be like, any O'Neills in your family? Any, <laughs> like we would go through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But then it, at one point, you're just like, who cares, right? <laughs> Bring on the yes, carriages. Give it to me, Angus. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> and you got back when? Uh, last night. Ah. Yeah, this, it, it's not it's not going great. Would you say you're hungover right now? No. No. Because uh, we made sure New Year's Eve, we didn't even go hard because at that point we were like, we are done. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And the last thing I wanted was to be on a plane feeling like crap for 11 hours. Right. So, no, didn't even drink on the plane. That's not true. <laughs> I did drink on the plane, but no, totally sober now. Wow. Um, feeling great. Like, I could run a marathon, sure. but I've got so much potato in me. <laughs> not code. <laughs> I'm not positive. So, overall, a big thumbs up? Uh, I would go to Ireland again tomorrow. It was amazing. I'd like to go and kind of tour around more, like go to happen. Galway It'll and never Cork happen. and do that. I'm just going to stay in Dublin. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I mean, you'll go to Dublin, but then you'll start drinking and then all your plans are off. That's probably true. That's sort of how it yeah. works. It was amazing. That sounds fantastic. Thanks. Well, welcome back. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Here's something I learned uh, in researching this segment. Florida does not take the holidays off from being Florida. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Hit it, Steve. You goddamn people in Florida! <laughs> you bunch of bastards! Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? You always have the 
mean, they can't stop flirting, is what I'm saying. Right. Yes, I love they that. Can't. We've talked about uh, Dr. Mark Schrieber before. Uh, he was arrested again recently. This is a guy, you remember, Kevin, who pled guilty years ago, back in 2008, to felony charges of practicing medicine without a license. Oh, they sent sure. him to jail. He was doing all sorts of, like, uh, hotel room kind of operations. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how he got hooked up with a 55-year-old patient who said, I got a penis enlargement, and it's not working out for me, and I want you to remove it. But oh, Dr. No. Schrieber said he would. The victim's penis is now incredibly small, very swollen, and the skin around the shaft has been removed and is raw. Oh. His penis is severely deformed and one inch long (gasps) after he went to this doctor. I mean, he did what he was asked, right? (laughs) He did. He did. He woke up the morning after the surgery to find his his penis soaking in bloody bandages. Oh, oh man, God. Mr. Schreiber, I called him a doctor. I guess that's not true anymore. Allegedly told the patient that the bleeding was normal and instructed him to just put two sticks on either side of the penis and wrap it to keep it up straight. You like popsicles? <laughs> <laughs> he got he got paid a thousand dollars, by the way, to do this. Maybe I mean, the, really, you get what you pay for, right? I guess this is the type of operation, kids. Go ahead and go to somebody who's got a medical license. There's some things that you shouldn't go cheap on. Yeah. Exactly right. Charles Albert Garcia, 40 years old, pulled over just after 11 o'clock on Monday night. He was on radar driving his Lexus at 70 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. The police asked for his license. He said it was suspended but would be reinstated soon. However, they did run his name and found out that his license has been suspended since 2012. Wow. And he has been arrested on driving on a suspended license three previous times. There was a warrant out for his arrest. They said, step out of the car, Mr. Garcia. And he did, but because he knew that he had cocaine, heroin, meth, amphetamines, and marijuana in the car, he threw the keys into the car behind him and locked it, figuring that's gonna take he, that's gonna take care of it. Wait, he locked his own car. He locked his so own. So the keys. police couldn't get in. Yes, exactly. Which I think is really just delaying the inevitable. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a solution that, that you're going to be able to go. I'm, I'm, I dodged this bullet. You win, dude. <laughs> That's good, right. Good luck. We got a, other crimes to solve. <laughs> right. The police just look at it and they go, well, you got me. Okay, bye-bye now. <laughs> uh, didn't work out for him, by the mm. way. They just had a guy come and open up the car. Uh, Port St. Lucie PD. This might be a you be the judge, Kevin. This okay. is around 2 a.m. A man pulls through the McDonald's drive-thru. And said he's in a Pontiac four-door. He drives through the drive-thru, and he wants to exchange a baggie of marijuana for McDonald's food. The McDonald's worker refused. The car drove off. The police were called, by the way. What's the McDonald's worker, uptight? This is what I'm saying, right? This is who's the dick, right? Right. I mean, look, everybody else coming through is giving you cash. If Mm -hmm. this guy wants to make a deal with weed... Don't, don't be a dick, right? Right. How much does one of those little burgers cost, for God's Amen. sake? Exactly. So the police come by to take a statement about it. And while they are there, the man goes through the drive through again. They so he pull- has to see the cop car there. Yes, I'm sure he did. Uh, they pulled him over. There was a heavy odor of marijuana emitting from the car. They found 11 grams of marijuana on the suspect, by the way. He said that he was just joking when he offered the weed for the food. Mm. But I say give the man the food is right. what I say. Agreed. 
And uh, finally, this uh, guy is 60 years old. His name is Robert Miller. It's actually kind of uh, terrifying footage from the convenience store that he went in. Let's find out why he brought a rifle into a convenience store. It must have been something really awful, right? Caught on camera. A man walks into a Lauderhill market with a loaded assault rifle. And cops say it's all because he was upset over the price of two packs of cigarettes. I mean, at least he had a legitimate reason, right? <laughs> oh, good lord. And by the way, how about this reporter? Is he awesome? I haven't heard it yet, but yeah. That guy, that guy, he was oh. upset about the price of oh, cigarettes. I'm speechless. Do, do, do we need all of that? By the way, that's my new favorite on-the-scene eyewitness. <laughs> I love that they interviewed that guy on the news. <laughs> the in-store scare happening here at the Lauder Hill Supermarket on Northwest 49th Avenue last Thursday. Police say that's Robert Miller holding the gun. According to cops, he had come in about 20 minutes before to buy two packs of Pall Mall cigarettes. But he left because the price was $11 and he only had 10 I mean, what's he supposed to do? The price dollars short, so he brings a gun. <laughs> what's he supposed to do? Come on. Investigators say he was so mad about the dollar difference, he grabbed his long rifle and came back to confront the clerk. Luckily, he left without hurting anyone in the store. Cops catching him nearby with the loaded rifle, and they say there were 25 rounds inside. The 60-year-old arrested for aggravated assault and a gun charge. I wonder how he thought that was going to go, by the way. And was he still offering to pay the 10 bucks, or do you think he was kind of robbing the place? Do you think he was trying to get the stuff for free? I mean, I would assume if he brought a rifle, he's yeah. not going, yeah. hey, uh, take a dollar off. Exactly. <laughs> he was taking some Mountain Dews. He was right. he was doing some business in there. He was, he was going for it. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out, and as the reporter mentioned, thank God nobody was hurt. And that's what's up with Florida. Florida, Florida. Let's talk movies. Yes, let's talk movies. We've been off for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, all of us had movies that we wanted to see. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all I did, basically. That's all you did. Yeah, so right. movies. I was so excited, as many of us are this time of year, when the quote-unquote good movies come out. You know, they save any anything that they think can win an Oscar is often saved for December because they want it fresh in the voters' minds when they, when they put in their ballots in a couple of months. So I had three movies that I was dying to see over the holidays, and I was happy to say I, I saw all three of them. One was Mary Queen of Scots, which I loved, by the way. The other one was The Favorite, which I liked very much. And the other one was Roma, which I liked very much. I've heard of one of those. <laughs> so three for three, I, I was real happy that everything kind of kind of, sort of lived up to my expectations. Now, I didn't, wow. lo- I didn't love any of them. I liked them all very much. I did love Bird Box, though. Yeah. Bird Box. Oh, and I that, did love Bird Box. That took really? the nation by storm. Now, what's Bird Box? It, it's a movie... On Netflix, okay, uh, starring Sandra Bullock. Oh, one of those first-run Netflix movies? First run, okay. yes. The only place you could see it. And basically what happens is it's a dystopian future where... I'm trying to do this without spoiling much. Something happens where the entire uh, world can't look... Uh, at certain at really anything yeah. kind of into the sky you can't look forward you have to blindfold yourself in order to not be taken over by an evil spirit to kill yourself very similar to the quiet place with sound but yes. it's just with vision yes and by the way Sandra, where are the birds no, I don't well, want to tell you that yeah, oh, okay I see okay. but, but within only, the first 30 seconds you'll be able to tap whoever you're with and go that's the bird box gotcha okay. <laughs> not only is a Sandra Bullock in it and she is fantastic as she is in everything she does but Little Rel is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is in it. Yes. Uh, John Malkovich is in it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hollander. I mean, it's got a really, really good cast. Um, and it is, Kevin, you will love this. And Chip, did you see it? Yes. 
it's all you, right? This is your kind of movie. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah, Bird Box is great. And it's just, it's weird because we now live, this is the theme from uh, Bird Box, by the way. <laughs> I with, hope. Uh, right? <laughs> Which is uh, the it's new not a strange uh, music to play. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the score That's for right. it. Excellent. Yeah. But uh, it's just, it, this is where we are now with Netflix, which is, you know, first run stuff goes there. I mean, if this had gone to theaters, it would have been a huge hit. And Netflix claims, and of course, they don't have independent verification of their numbers, that it's the biggest movie they've ever had. Yeah, what is it, like 40 of, million or something? Yeah, in yeah. terms of viewership in the first week. And uh, like uh, like Jensen said, it just caught the world by storm. I mean, it's uh, it's the it's the hottest thing out there yeah, right I, now. I so. would, I would, we would be at a restaurant, and I would hear people talking about it in the booth next to us it, like three or four times over the break. Like, we're going to go to different restaurants. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. Well, listen. McDonald's, no one's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman, right. Aquaman, Aquaman, Aquaman. <laughs> uh, and also, I'll just mention real quick, I saw Green Book, which I know is going to get nominated for some Oscars. That's the Mahershala and uh, Vigo movie, and that is excellent as well. How about you, Kevin? What did you get to see? Well, my just my list is very different from mm-hmm. yours, oddly. Um, I saw Aquaman. Sure. Which I thought was good if Marvel movies don't exist. <laughs> okay. okay, so it was like Quite good for a DC movie type of thing. Yes. It was, there was one point where I laughed out loud where I wasn't supposed to. Uh-oh. There was one of those Uh-oh. where you hear this nice like flute playing and then you see that it's the woman playing the flute. And I just <laughs> almost died. I almost, I laughed out loud where everybody else in the theater was like not laughing at all. I was like, what's happening? Oh no, was that supposed to be a serious moment? Dave, you saw it? I did, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. It was two hours of fun. It moved really well. Um, I thought two this, hours, number one, I'm already out. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, rough. I, I thought the special effects, though, were amazing. Yes. And worth seeing alone. Yeah, and uh, for a DC movie, it was very upbeat and happy and funny. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Momoa. He was, was really good yeah. as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was fun. And I didn't think it was the best story, but... You know what? They'll set it up for the next one. I know it will be good. The other problem that I had with it was that it was supposed to be funny, and it wasn't. Is that I, I, they put a lot of jokes in there? That's a really difficult thing to do for yeah. an action movie. They try to work in humor, and I, I didn't think it was funny I, when they they went yeah. for it, and it was a swing and a miss. I, th- I thought it was funny. So wow. okay. yeah, so, all right. I'm just shocked that that you didn't like right. it. I, no. I really thought technically they, Kevin thought it was funny, just at the part that wasn't funny. right. Exactly. <laughs> I was laughing at the wrong times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin, you mentioned Mary Poppins Returns. I saw that with my family because my mom wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were um, 11 of us, I think, that all went to see Mary Poppins because my mom wanted to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was asking, why are we seeing Mary? Because my mom wants to go. Why are there no good songs in that movie? Wow, that is a hot take. Um, think about it. I don't the original movie is one of the great soundtracks of all time with lots of memorable songs. But this it's also one has, has none. But it also has this the history of being... Played a hundred million times, so people get used to the music. Are you sure it's not just because it's a new movie? You know I just, what I mean? Like I it's the first you walk, time you've heard these songs. But you walk out of La La Land, whatever you thought about the movie, and there's yeah. melodies that you remember, no. songs that you hear, <laughs> that you know and like. Now you lost me, Mary Poppins. Uh, uh, but Emily Blunt was great. I also saw The Mule. Ooh, oh, the house that? The Clint, Eastwood. Really? Clint Eastwood was great. It was a yeah? great movie right up until the last 10 minutes. Oh. Oh, oh, no. It was the worst ending I've ever seen. Clint Eastwood was like, it's getting late. I got to go home. <laughs> and then <laughs> Fade to Black. Thing done. <laughs> <laughs> it was really uh, a great movie. Oh, was this Get Off My Lawn, Clint Eastwood, that we love or no? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, he was literally a drug mule. He literally mm-hmm. took drugs back and forth and then... I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the end is exactly what you would expect it not to be. 
Hmm. and hope. You go, all right, well, th- I see where this is heading, but when does they, it turn? They all have mm. to wear blindfolds and can't look into it. Correct. Right. It's a weird I do, ending. I do feel like that movie came and went in like a day. Yeah, it didn't, like, it didn't no stick. one is talking about Mule. Yeah. No one. I saw Vice. I did not. Which I loved. I did not enjoy I, yes. On Allie's recommendation. I loved it. Thought <laughs> it was I'm, wonderful. I'm willing to have a hot take. I didn't like it. I thought it was great as well. You didn't like it. Okay. And B didn't either? I didn't care for it okay. at all. I, you no. know, the only thing yeah. that I didn't like about it is I'm not a politics type guy. But, so you went to see a movie about Dick Cheney? Because <laughs> <laughs> his mommy wanted him to see it. <laughs> Not necessarily that one, but uh, but it was fascinating that he could get around all laws and make laws that weren't there so that he could do whatever he wanted to do. I, that I was will fascinating. say one reason I'm glad I saw it is because like many Americans these days, I started to wax nostalgic for the good old days of George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that I saw Vice because now Being I realize that's a, that's a huge mistake. Yeah. Do not think no. cut kindly on the Bush administration just because of where we're at now. I did like the theme song though. A movies to catch up on you guys. Uh, I saw the other hot Netflix uh, property, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Oh, now I mm. want to talk about this. This is a choose-your-own-adventure from Netflix, right? Yeah, it's just basically Wait, what does that mean? pick and choose what happens to the character. It's <sighs> a guy creating a video game, and uh, he has to decide what to do at certain points, whether to walk or stand, or and you what, have to... ch- what cereal to eat. How do you choose it? With your remote? Yeah, that's it. It's not. It's oh. Too much work. Too much work is also what I was like. <laughs> but you have to do it because it could be the future. I mean, there's it's kind of the first of many really yeah. but it could be the future movies how many points are there in the film where you get to make a choice oh god uh, i think probably 30 no oh my maybe god. 20 yeah 25 no, to 30 no i want to sit there like do nothing and entertain me some think of it's how, pretty funny but it, think, it, after a while danielle and i were like how long can we do this because right. there's five hours how, of options i was gonna say think how much they had to film for that because yeah. of all the different ways every decision changes things. yeah they said it took two uh two years Wow, is that, that is not why I thought Bandersnatch was trending. <laughs> <laughs> is it good, Jensen? Uh, no, the, the movie is more not of a good. novelty. The novelty is great. Yeah, you'll have fun. It's a fun little thing to do. But I don't know if you're going to be like that. Was a great movie. Yeah, if you want to work for it, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever watched a movie and go, oh, I want to sweat during this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one for you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Don't say it, Kevin. I hey, know you uh, want to say Muggs it. Don't is in the studio. <laughs> And he's stepping up to a microphone. Can our New Year's resolution for 2019 be if Muggs is in the studio, he's part of the show, he's been invited, go ahead and put his mic on. All right, I would just like to say, then, if anything goes south, that's on you. Okay, I'll take that. I got Muggs' back. It's time for Bean Makes His Guess. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell you. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for me makes his guess. Yes. I left a note for Omar to change up that intro. I yeah, he like did. It was, it, like. it was all new. That was all new. Yeah, it sounded the same to me. That was all new. Muggs, I'm glad you're here, Allie as well, and Kevin too, because this is one of the only Bean Makes His Guesses that we do every year, and it's always about this time, right after the first of the year, because. That is when the list of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's Database of Emergency Room Visits is released. Ladies and gentlemen, what did Americans get stuck up their rectums last year? (laughs) Wow. What what did people go to the emergency room because they had put it up their butt? It's, uh, I mean, I know a lot of things are racing to your mind right now because uh, you recall some of the stories we've talked about on the air 
But that's what we're going to be looking for is if you can name an item that somebody went to the emergency room, stuck up their butt, you get a point. And Kevin, as we do historically, you get to go first. Eddie Murphy. Was <laughs> <laughs> he boogieing up his butt? Right. Is that what you're suggesting? No. I'm sorry. No, Eddie Murphy okay. did not end up in anyone's butt that I'm aware of. And probably not because he does have 10 kids. Mm. All right. Uh, Muggs, you're up next. We got to go the oldie but the goodie, the ping pong ball. Oh, ping pong ball is a very interesting choice, but no. Muggs was very happy with that answer as if. <laughs> and you kn- say oldie but goodie, that's a ladies hoo-ha. Oh, that it's, mm, that's the mm, ping pong trick. I don't know. Muggs oh. is talking. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guarantee if I looked uh, if I looked the, the, for the vagina list, I guarantee ping pong balls would right. be on there, but not for the uh, not for the bats. <laughs> All right, Allie, your chance to get on the board first. Uh, do I have to say a specific toy, or can I just say a, like a children's toy? Um, I mean, you can say whatever you want. Oh, just say a children's toy. I'm going to tell you. Not in 2018. Really? What? I'm going to tell you. Step no, it up, people. No toys. No, like Luke Skywalker up there. No. Lego. Wow, you would you would certainly think so. I, I didn't would. Know, I did not even notice that that was missing. All right, let's huh. see if we can do better in round All two. Right. Kevin, name a thing that Americans got stuck up their butt in 2018. The Instapot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that might have just been you. Shoot. Beer mug. Let's go cucumber. No cucumber. Wow. Oh, what is up, people's butts? No cucumber. <laughs> no, uh, as, 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 as I'm scanning the list here, I don't see any food at all, but. Ah. Step yeah, up your right. game, people. Right? All right, Allie. Okay, let's just go bottle. You got a bottle up there. Yeah, I'm going to give you a yes on bottle, and I'm going to tell you there's a lot of different kinds of bottles. There's a lube bottle with a cap on. Mm. There's a plastic pill bottle. There's a travel-sized mouthwash bottle. <laughs> there's a small shampoo bottle. There's a full-size shampoo bottle. Wait, are there's, all yeah. these tied in one p- place? These are all just under bottles. Okay. So, okay. I mean, yeah. There's a 7-ounce beer bottle, and there's took a soda bottle with fireball whiskey via his rectum, stuck a bottle in rectum, and squeezed. That was what was written <laughs> down on the emergency room to admit. <laughs> a soda bottle with fireball. So, yeah, lots of bottles. bottles. Allie, you are on the board. Thank Kevin, you. You're up next. All right, Nintendo Switch controller. Mm. <laughs> Come on! Good, good What one. a stupid list. <laughs> I feel like you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> Mugs. Let's go uh, a certain type of bead. A really? Bead. You mean like an anal yeah, bead? Yeah, like he's yeah. picking something that's made for that. <laughs> yes. Come yeah. on. Let's say finger. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's where it's supposed to go. That would be awesome if you, had, if you had to go to the hospital. <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> Look, it's my, I can't get it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you're over today, Beer Mug. Damn, I, I don't wow. know what's happening this is here. tough. All right, Allie, what do you got? I'm going toothbrush. Yes, toothbrush. Oh. Absolutely, absolutely is on the list. Um, jumped on bed. Toothbrush was on bed sure. and went up patient's rectum. All the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Because yeah. you know how easy it is when you jump on a bed to have a toothbrush go up. Yep. yep. Sure. Why do people, I mean, I guess the answer is obvious. It's to avoid embarrassment. When they go into the emergency room, no one's buying your story Mm-mm. about yeah. how you jumped on the bed. Yeah, but I don't think they care. I think they just want to not say the truth and get right. the hell out. Yeah. All right, let's go around one more time. Kevin, your final guess. The sham wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe you got problems down there. I'm sorry. No, no sham wow. All right. Muds. I, I think I guessed this one last year, but I'm going to go ahead again and guess it. Uh, bowling pin. 
A bowling what? pin? Yeah. What's a bowling pin? First like, of all, you knocked down in bowling. First of all, why would you oh, guess wow. it last year? And then, why would you repeat it? I was hoping it uh, to be on the list this I year. see. Is that something that we should know about you um, as a bowler? Maybe. Okay. I, I was just... picturing like a pin that you put the ball on as you're like learning. No, this You is... meant the actual pin. Yes. Wow. All right. Sorry. Now, Allie, your final guess, please. That's a big butt, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I... Well, Muggs likes big butts. <laughs> Can't I lie. I feel like this was on it last year and we were all flabbergasted. But, like, if you turn a chair upside down and, like, a chair leg. Allie wins the game with one point. I I had two points, first of all. I have one serious guess, and that's light bulb. No? Yes, that was last year. Last year. Uh, Um, No light bulbs this year. Come on, people, step it up. All right. Here's, what about a hairbrush? Here's what's on the list I think this year. What about uh, a fist? Sat down on a sofa and accidentally sat on a ballpoint pen. Pen lodges in rectum. Ooh. Uh, no bowling pins, mugs, but we did have a billiard ball. Oh. Uh, broom handle. Mm. A candle. A full-size aerosol can. I'm surprised nobody was the candle lit. <laughs> uh, the candle was in a condom, so probably okay. not. Okay, no. all right. Uh, Full size aerosol. Well, can. you don't want to have a little baby candle, so. Um, cell phone, you guys. That's oh. no surprise to me. Cell phone. Uh, there's no word that this uh, emergency room was uh, a visit from prison. A uh, Christmas ornament. Uh, golf ball. Two golf balls. <laughs> wait, two wait, wait, separate wait. patients. <laughs> wait, so golf ball and two golf balls are separate? Well, there were two separate patients. Wow. Yes. Hmm. Uh, a green crayon, an iPad stylus. Wasn't green when it started. A keychain with a flashlight and battery. Um, pushed drugs up rectum using a lighter. Was able to retrieve the drugs, but the lighter got stuck. <laughs> Uh, A a marker, a nail file, a plastic cigar holder, a plastic pencil case, a bar of soap. Oh. Bar of soap. Hmm. Uh, An SD card, a shot glass, a significant amount of string. Here's a good one. Significant amount of string. Uh, The leg of a telescope, which I think is where you were going with your chair guesses. Just something, yeah. And finally, has vibrator in rectum tried to remove it with screwdriver and lacerated rectum object in colon now? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Happy New Year, everybody. This is The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. So, how were everybody's Christmas gifts? Fantastic. Great. I got those Spider-Man shoes that I had talked about wanting on the air. Is that right? Danielle, my wife got them for me. Nice. Nice. Very happy about those. My wife got me, and I regret to say I I didn't get around to setting it up yet, so I can't tell you how effective it is, but she got me an alarm clock that brews you a cup of tea. Wow. Wow. In other words, when when the alarm goes off, your tea is ready. It's wow. like it's like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So you wake up and you got a hot cup of tea right there, ready to go right out of the bed. Your so. wife got me something um, super helpful as well. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I get this lovely gift and these lovely uh, chocolates from England. Wonderful. Can't wait. Great. Then another gift that said, just so you know, you can now tell everyone that you do your hair via Disney birds. And I'm like, what is she, what? Donna, what? What does that mean? I open it. It's a motion detector that when it senses any motion, it's goddamn birds chirping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because Allie tried so hard <laughs> to get away from the birds in your neighborhood. Unbelievable. That is the best gift ever. But I'm not going to lie. The birds are delightful. It's it's very similar to what that. What do you mean the birds are delightful? You hated them. I really feel like maybe I've started missing them a little bit. Oh, yeah. because they flew south or something? Yes, you don't have been, them outside? No, they've been gone for about three or four months. Is this the upside down world? Yes, so you can put <laughs> this in any room, and as soon as you walk past... They're just chirping their little hellos. Oh, that is a horrible gift. It's and yet, so funny. one of the funniest so ever. Funny. Loved it so much. Now, Jensen, you yeah. had a problem with one of your uh, gifts that you received or that you gave? No, that I received. I have a situation, and I'd like for you Uh-oh. guys to tell me what to do here. Okay. I have a, uh, a shirt that I do not like. It's okay. like a button-up. Don't like it. Doesn't right. fit well. Doesn't look good on me. Did you get it from family? Yes. Not friends, family. That's as, that's as broad as I'm going to leave it. Okay, to. fine. Okay. Fam- All right, so your mom got you a shirt. No, 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 no. Mom's usually pretty good at, at this part of it. You know, she'll, this is a woman who once bought me leather pants when I was in 10th grade as a Christmas gift. If you oh, know Kevin's me, that's... Oh, mom did too. Wow. <laughs> but that then, was the jacket. But then and it she, was pleather. My, oh, God. <laughs> well, Just sweating bullets in your... Pleather. And I wore it. Okay, back to you. Well, my mom <laughs> then bought me leather pants again four years later, forgetting I returned them. Uh, but... This is a different family member. I'm now sitting on this shirt, but I found out I need a gift receipt in order to return it. Mm. That's sure. the store policy where your where your family member got it. Correct. Now, let me now, ask okay. you a question. Don't people who get you clothes usually put the gift receipt in there? Well, that would be the common courtesy. I yes. think. That would be the thing to do. It was and, not in the box. And I would like mm. to say, by the way, just as an aside on that topic, mm. I had a couple of gifts that I bought for people this year, and Amazon did not offer gift receipt for that gift. Yeah. Oh, which is so they couldn't d- return it? Well, in that in that case, no. The real receipt went with that gift, which they means see the price. they oh, got I the see, price I on see. it. They didn't offer a gift receipt, so I don't know if that was the case here. If your thing was mailed or not, Jensen, but yeah, it, it that, was no, it was handed off. This okay, is, uh, so, in person, and okay. so I opened it up. Was like, oh great! Started to just sort of look for the gift receipt inside. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it. Was like, oh god! So I, didn't like it immediately. Didn't like it immediately. Okay. Did, was your brother upset? No. <laughs> number one, I'm an only child. Okay. <laughs> just trying to figure uh, out who it was. No, no, no. And I started to search, and then I got home. Not in there. Now, How often do you see this cousin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it that time. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. Here's where I'm at. I have to decide whether to call this person and mm-hmm. ask for the gift receipt. Or call it a day and throw out the item. You got to call it a day and throw out the item. See, I don't. My instinct yeah. is to call about for the gift receipt. Well, uh, and blame it on sizing. Okay, let me ask you this. And I'm oh, not... if you can blame it on sizing, sure. But, but if you have I, to then say, I hate this shirt, it's awful. I think the only reason you would call them was because you really wanted to get that shirt in a different size. Which is not true. So, no, but you don't have to tell them that. All right, let me ask you this question. Yeah. I'm not trying to find out who, who it was. Right. Good relationship with yeah, that? Yeah, enough. Well, so. No, I mean, not, not, I mean, it's. It's a it's a once a year relative. Okay, so not close family. Okay, good. Um, but so you would feel okay. You think that might your, go mean, well? I, your shirt is garbage. I need the gift receipt. Probably won't go over well. I ever. don't know that you start with your shirt is garbage. But I, I, <laughs> but I could say I don't fit in this. It doesn't fit me well. Can I get the? It still feels awful. Even just mm-hmm. saying it right now, hey, it does because what it says is you blew it right. with the gift that you bought. I don't me. think that's what it says. I think especially because he doesn't have to say he's getting a different shirt. Yeah, but then what if they're like? I mean, you see the them shirt. once a year. Mm-hmm. How often do they see what you wear? Because well, I mean, of social media. 
They see me all the time. So take like five pictures in it now. Uh, in bad <laughs> Spread it out. Yeah. Super <laughs> Spread it out over the year. She'll think. Oh, oh, oh she. She'll, she'll think that uh, I uh, I kept it to get a smaller size. Yeah. So here's the thing. Your female cousin does <laughs> probably does not have the gift receipt anyway. That's I'm, a, I'm that's just going to say right now. That's she another doesn't have it. Good point. So you got to call this a wash. Call it a day. So, Allie, you're saying because she probably doesn't have the receipt anyway, why hassle with it? I'm also saying just don't even bother with it. If there's no gift receipt anyway, you have to then say, I didn't like your gift. I'm not into it. Why even do that? Just so, because you could not say that and you could say it doesn't fit. That's a good enough reason. Yeah. But then I, you don't have it. You don't have the same shirt. I agree with the girl. But and your I'll, female cousin doesn't see you that often. I so. agree with the girl and I'll also say that this is just a shirt. It's exactly. Not, this it's isn't not, a pony. Yeah. It, yeah. Good choice. Thank you. <laughs> not a pony. So if you get a pony and you want to return it. Oh, gift receipt is, it is. <laughs> this isn't a special or one-of-a-kind gift, although I'm sure it was meant to be thoughtful. But you have lots of shirts, Jensen. It's not like your world collapses around you if you don't have this shirt. So you're so, saying donate this ugly shirt to charity. Yes, exactly. That's right. Listen, Take it to Goodwill. your female cousin thought you loved affliction. <laughs> right. She was wrong. She thought We'd I'd love it. an embroidered dragon on the back of a plaid jacket. This would be interesting. I wonder if our listeners have their own stories of awkwardly having to get a gift receipt or even just finding out that a gift that you bought for somebody that you thought was a good gift ended up getting given away or traded but I or think, re-gifted. But oh. I thought I thought that that was a, uh, a thing that happens all the time. So if somebody gives me a, a shirt or something mm-hmm. it, they expect that if it doesn't fit or I don't like it or whatever I return it and they're, I wouldn't care, they're no. perfectly fine with that. Like they're, I think, But I think most people hope that the gift is received. Well, well. of course. Of course, but I think when it comes to clothing, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, you sort of, it's, you're guessing what someone's taste is. You're sort mm-hmm. of, you're sort of taking a risk by giving them clothing anyway. And for my, my family, they would say, please take, my family says when they hand me a gift, here's the receipt. If you don't like it, please return mm-hmm. it. Like there, it's important to yeah, them. Yeah, no, that has happened in the past for us, but, but not this your year, cousin. now this, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> this year, this year I did not get the same, uh. Hmm. Same luck. But, but then you only see him once a year. So again, less the stakes are less high. Yeah, maybe here's what I could do. I could get it. Get the receipt? Yes. Return the shirt. Mm-hmm. Get a new size. Right. Take a bunch of pictures. Have Danielle, my wife, drive me all around right. to different places. Have them for all year for social media. Mm-hmm. Right. Then return it with the new receipt. Get a new shirt. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I like it. So you're going to return it and get another new shirt. Wear mm-hmm. it. Correct size. Correct size. Mm-hmm. Wear it. Yep. A bunch. Right. Yeah. And then around. return it. Yeah. I like it. I what like the way you think. Let's one up that. Yeah. All those pictures that you take. Yes. You put in a collage. Yeah. In a beautiful frame. Right. That's her gift next That's Christmas. Gift. Yeah. <laughs> Loved that shirt. So much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Here's a collage. take a bunch of pictures, post them in a row every day for 15 days, and then never again, but put love this shirt. Love on this shirt. Okay, so it's also somebody who follows his social media pretty closely. Otherwise, well, he wouldn't like, be oh, worried. Oh, it's his female cousin. Okay, I know yeah, exactly like what it is. Yeah. That seemed right. like it wasn't the point of the <laughs> bit, but sure. It's all we care about. Okay. <laughs> let's um, let's look for other stories of, uh, of gifts ex- that were exchanged. Shall yeah, we? Did it upset somebody that you returned their gift? Mm-hmm. Or did it upset you that they returned your gift? 
Either or, way. Have, or have you ever been in the position that Jensen's in yeah. where you thought, man, I should call and get that gift receipt. Is it worth the disappointment to the gift giver to do that? So all of those are on the table. We want to hear about the gift exchange that went uh, that went wrong, I guess, is what we're looking for. Or that was unexpected. 1-800-520-1067. Our first call in for 2019. We uh, have the phone lines wide open. We want to talk to you next on Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Gonna do the uh, the Muggos uh, diss track conversation coming up uh, at the top of the hour. I'm very excited about that. You know, Muggos did that great song that he performed at uh, at uh, Christmas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then a listener heard it and said, "I got gotcha. you." And Jensen, you say maybe won the battle. Well, I would like to maybe prep a little if we can get a bunch of bomb sounds and gunshot sounds ready okay. for when we play it because he brought the heat. <laughs> Did it. Wow. Wow. You think it's over already? Or I don't know. Mugs... I never think a battle is over. So there's no beef. Okay. Can, we don't, can we don't... Mugs recover is the question. That's more the question. So we'll talk to listener Martin coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, though, we're talking about, look, we just got to past uh, Christmas and Hanukkah. Lots of gifts were exchanged. Not all of them were received well. What do you do when you get something, as Jensen did, that you just want the gift receipt for so that you can return it? But Jensen would have to call this person to yeah. get mm-hmm. the receipt. His yeah. so is, cousin. Is right. it worth it? Is, is it worth it, right? Or do you just write it off and go, well, that one didn't work out? Because I feel like there are a lot of people who get gifts. This is how Americans end up with way too much stuff. There are a lot of people who get gifts and they just don't need them or use them. And they just kind of... Maybe they feel a little bad about returning them, so they just keep them and never use them. Even. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we're taking your calls at one 800 520 If you've been on either side of this exchange, you got your feelings hurt because somebody returned a gift you got them or vice versa. So let's start with... Uh, that's not the right button. Nope. Let's start with Lisa. She's in Laguna Niguel. She is up first here, our first caller Woo! for 2019 here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Lisa, happy oh new God. year. How are you? Happy new year. Happy, happy new, new year. year. You guys too excited. Thank you. I've been well, listening. I moved here the year you guys started. So I'm no wow. kidding. And we yeah, haven't yeah. run you off yet? <laughs> I love you guys. Amazing. <laughs> We've done everything we could to run everybody <laughs> off. All right. So let's talk Let's talk gifts. Uh, you heard this, the conversation we were having. Is this, has this happened I in your think. life? It's my first year with a new man in my life. He's amazing. He totally brought it for my birthday in September, but he sort of missed the mark for Christmas. And mm. yesterday he said to me, it's totally cool. If the poncho didn't work, you can return it. And I'm like, no, no, no. And now today I'm like, I got to come clean. <laughs> I mean, this makes it much more oh. difficult if it's somebody who's living with you. Also, the sentence, let me know if you like the poncho, is pretty much enough <laughs> yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's, this, it's this black and gray reversible poncho from uh, Peru. I'm a huge yogi. It's my passion, but I'm a total girly yogi. I don't dress in, like, blanket-looking ponchos. Right. And he gave it to me Christmas and said, you told me you like ponchos, which I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh. <laughs> It's, no, I mean, he's so, he's the super sweetest guy. I'm just crazy in love with him, but okay. I got to call him, I got to text him today and say, you know, babe, I wore it around the house. It's kind of itchy around my neck. I just, I, if you can return it, that would be super cool. To oh, Peru? That, yeah. What is he going to do? Drive there? <laughs> oh, did he get it in yeah. Peru? No, he mail-ordered it. Oh. And I've oh. been to Peru. I bought alpaca. I can't wear wool. I oh, I see. Oh, so maybe oh, yeah. he hasn't learned that yet, and you can use that as an excuse. Yeah, that's right. your out. Absolutely. I feel like we had this 
conversation like a month ago because my ex-husband used to buy me really high-end cashmere and I can't wear any wool. You you know, you're fine. You've got the wool out. I think mm-hmm. you just, yeah, like you said, you just come clean and say, I love the poncho, but I just can't wear it because it's the wool. So can we please return? I think I'm you're more, fine. I'm more concerned that she was just eaten by a demon. Right. What was that sound? <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It was my car shutting oh, off. I, I thought it was office. your boyfriend hearing. You don't like the poncho! <laughs> Lisa, glad you're still with us after all these years. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling, okay? Happy New Year, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Good luck with the sweater. All right. Let's uh, go to Duarte. Let's say hi to Gina. She's up next here on the Kevin Amicho. 1-800-520-1067. Talking returning Christmas gifts. Gina, what's up? Hi. Um, my sister gave me a, a sweater. I have a Christmas area birthday, and she called me and said, hey, did you try it on? And I said, yeah, but I think I might have to return it because the sleeves are a little tight, but everywhere else it fits fine. And she says, well, you could probably just stretch the sleeves out and make them fit. So and wait. Then she tells me. So wait. So she clearly didn't want you to return it for one that fit better. Yes, and here's why. She liked it so much. She bought herself the same sweater. Oh, oh she wants to be twinning. She does. She wants to go she to Disneyland to with you and dress alike. She wants to be. Gina. And I'm like, okay, sweetie, this isn't the reason why I would want to reach. Even more. I don't want to show up at a family thing and be wearing, like, you know, the same thing as somebody else, unless we're doing it on purpose, you know? And, well, I mean, and, she's doing it on purpose, just you're not. Yeah, this is the easiest way to single white female someone. Yeah, exactly. And, well, yeah, yeah. And, and when she's telling me this story, she's telling me, I'm wearing it right now. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Sheena, your sister loves the idea of this sweater. So now you can't. <laughs> so can you not return it now because it's your sister and she doesn't want you to return it and you know that? Um, no, I think now I'm probably am more. I will just tell her I tried sweating. <laughs> Stretching it out and it just didn't work. So Gina, something I don't know. Gina, I'm not. I'm more concerned that you maybe contact the authorities. This is a terrifying. She's like, and I'm wearing it now. It looks good on me. Got looks good on you. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Well, we well, can we can I always get you a poncho. We can trade a poncho for a sweater. <laughs> if you want. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm sorry. If I just got back from Ireland at 7 o'clock last night, mm-hmm. I would not sound as good as Ally McKay does this morning. You're really nice. Agreed. Because I don't remember anything that we've done so far this morning. <laughs> <laughs> not a thing. I mean, you sound tanned, rested, and ready. This is shocking. How, do you, how does she sound tanned? Well, you know Ireland. <laughs> that sun beating down on you mid-December. In between breaks, she's taking an IV. That's true. Yeah. It's really you know, you, Usually, especially with an international trip, you like to come back with that buffer day in between to kind yeah. of sleep and get caught up. And you didn't have any of that. No, I took a shower. I think we landed around 5.30. Something got home around seven, took a shower. That's the last thing I remember. I mm. remember setting my alarm, uh-huh. and then I woke up this morning. I'm like, Well, you didn't brush your hair after your shower, <laughs> you look insane. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad we're not on TV, is all I'm saying. Well, but thank you, Bean. It's uh, you sound terrific, and it's good to have what's happening back on K Rock. What's going on this hour? Well, let's talk about some stuff that happened while we were gone because I was gonna um, talk about Tiffany Haddish bombing on um, New Year's apparently in front of a sold-out show in Miami. But first, let's start with Louis C.K., because 
a lot of outrage uh, on social media about a set that he did that was leaked. Um, that they're saying happened um, at a club on Long Island, but nobody's really confirming whether it was this club. Is this a new set? Yeah. Then okay. the um, the owner of the club said, oh, no, he performed six sold-out shows, warmly received, but he didn't sell them out. He was a drop-in for these shows, so they weren't his six sold-out. There's a lot of weirdness with this, hmm. but that's not the point that people are mad about. Okay. They're mad about the fact that in this set, he um, talked about the kids that were basically the victims of the Parkland shooting um, in Florida. Mm. So he said, you're not interesting because you went to a high school where kids got shot. Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way, and now I got to listen to you talking? And if you listen to the full set, it's just... I'm not offended by any of his jokes, I'm offended that he has ceased to be funny. Yeah, they're like, not they're, funny. They're not funny. Hmm. They're so hacky, just so... It's like he's trying to do this, just like... Shocking for the sake of shocking? Shocking, but it, he's always said really shocking things yeah. in really intelligent ways that make you think, that make you want... Like, you yeah. don't see things coming. This was so like, oh, what's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> Like, it was just, it was yeah. so bad. He's just playing to the lowest common denominator who seems to be the only people listening, I guess, at this point. Has in his he been being. doing shows constantly since He's been going whole- up at the cellar mm-hmm. in New York a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's I, again, I, no one's, like, he has a great bit that he did on SNL years ago, this great joke where he talks about pe- pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And it's really dark, but it's the idea that, like, I love this certain type of chocolate, but if someone told me that was bad for me, I wouldn't do it. So how good could it be for someone that wants to be with children? Like, it's a it's a roundabout way to talk about something very, very dark. Sure. But it, Which is what he's been and it was known brilliant for and forever. Smart. Yes, this is not that. This is the opposite. This is yeah. A to B terrible, hacky stuff. Yeah. yeah. But he also, and I think he said in this set, and he said in others recently, which is, my life is over anyway. I don't give an S. It's yeah. almost like he's just not trying, too. He just figures, it feels like it's over, so he's just giving up. Yeah, get into a hobby or weird. something. But I mean, man. if that's the case, don't go on stage. Don't go on stage. He right. has to, though. That's He's a complete egotistical narcissist that needs that. He needs that back and forth. That's but what But then makes up some is. jokes. Absolutely. <laughs> Question, Absolutely. does Louis need money? No. I would doubt it. Mm-mm. Okay. I wonder. I mean, look, anyone can spend any amount of money. Michael Jackson needed money at some point. Mike Tyson needed money. Yeah. There were people who you would think never needed money. But, but I, I, I just feel, wonder. I feel like Pootie huh. Tang, that, that lasts forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pootie <laughs> Tang money? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he got that booty tank money. Good Lord. But it's it's caused this interesting thing on social media where people are like, oh, why are we censoring comics? No one's censoring comics. We want him to be funny again. By the way, let's... You're going to be funny. Let's censor some comics, guys. I'm not saying we... They're not all good. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to censor them. You just don't want to censor them if they're bad. If it's bad comedy, be like, don't do this. Become, right, a, you can become say an that. accountant. You can say that, but he can still do it. Sure, that, allowed. But I'm saying difference. let's not protect them like they're like child work. You know what I mean? Like they're like helping children. Like yeah. they're not doing so. Like they're not doctors. Yeah. Like if you're bad at it, get off the stage. Do something else. And it's also really easy if you don't want to see someone perform. Don't go. Don't. Sure. If yeah. you don't want to listen to them, don't. No, let's not pro- like where we make these guys sacred. It's like, dude, Jamie Kennedy does it. I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's I'll be honest, point. it was better than his set at the government. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I'm a little bit nervous with Jensen's If You're Bad, Get Off the Stage, because that could easily translate to radio. Well, that is true. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a sacred art form. <laughs> yeah, right. True, true. I'm just saying. That has a tradition. With the people are speaking, you know, and it, it may be our turn next. That's true. All right. Well, heading uh, towards Miami now, Tiffany Haddish is um, kicking off her She Ready tour. And the hashtag that I saw was she not ready because good God, sold out audience bombed so hard that people were picking up their stuff and leaving during the show. Wait, this was a New Year's Eve show? A New Year's Eve show. And they were leaving. They were leaving. Um, she was forgetting jokes kind of halfway through them, and then she'd kind of scroll on her iPad. Oh, she then she had an opened, iPad? She opened it up to people in the audience, like, what do you want to talk about type of thing. It, it wasn't um, it wasn't really great, you a guys. A dude mid-set, a dude mid-set walked up in the front row and selfied himself video, and he's like, Tiffany Haddish is bombing, y'all. Bombing. <laughs> really? And Tiffany Haddish is right really behind bad. him yelling. So she says, oh, this is going to be on TMZ, obviously. And of course it was, it was yeah. on TMZ. TMZ, The Root, Roadbed, everyone did. So she quote tweeted uh, The Root's article and said, yes, this happened. I wish it was better, Miami. I prayed on it, and I have strong feeling that this will never happen again. Tiffany Haddish bombs, drinks with fans instead. And then she linked the article. But at the end, um, you know, with fans that did stick around, she drank with them. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Usually somebody that's I don't know how accomplished she is. I assume mm-hmm. she's accomplished enough that she's gone through her whole bombing phase. Well, I mean, you can bomb. No. I mean, I guess that's just it was in such a, it was in such a large show. Normally, Which comedians right. will go out of their way to make sure it doesn't happen there. Exactly. Yeah. And she had recently come off of um, Cat Williams with all. There was a big controversy because he said she hasn't done enough to get to where she is now. She's not a stand-up comic that has hit the road and done these things. Oh, so then after this happened, everyone's like, Cat Williams was right, which isn't something you're gonna hear a lot. I actually don't think that's right, though. I do think she paid dues. You do? do you? Okay. I do. From what I, I mean, from what I understand, but I mean, listen, people bomb. She just pay, I mean, you can't do it with big shows. But people, yeah, well, you can't do it yeah, with big shows, but people, people who pay, pay their dues also make sure they don't bomb for the most part. Yeah. I mean, you can have a worse set or a better mm-hmm. set, but do you bomb that bad that somebody walks up and I takes mean, a someone, selfie? Someone like Chappelle is so seasoned and so good at right. it. When he feels the bomb, he knows what to go into. And like, it's just a, you it's alter a, your course it's a rare skill and she might not have that, but I mean, wow. you know, go, go with the hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go with the hits. Uh, speaking of, uh, Pete Davidson returned to stand up for the first time on New Year's Eve as well and talked about the song Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. And he said, here's the thing about the breakup song. Usually breakup songs, you know who it's about, but you don't really know. This G named all of us. (laughs) And then he wrote, bam, she named all of us and then tells us, yeah, but he had a big D. Because essentially that was all um, in the video that for Thank You Next, she basically said that Pete was great. Thank you for all that. Also, humongous I mean, downstairs mix-up. What does he want? I know. I think <laughs> that's, that's what I'll you want yeah. out of a breakup, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so that was all interesting. But he also talked a little bit about um, the backlash that he had with Ariana Grande when they broke up. And some of it going towards his mother, who's oh, apparently, no. I think she's a teacher. at a, Oh, she's a school nurse. And she's getting harassed by little kids singing Thank You Next to her. Oh, my And, God. like, little Ariana fans, like, heckling his mom. That's insane. That's cuckoo. Yo, that's the kind of fandom we should have. 
<laughs> like Kevin and Beanheads. And we'll never. Like if we, no, but I'm saying like if you see someone out there and you think you should get on and be like, yo, Kevin and Bean, dog, like yell at him. Like really, even if you're at a school. Wait, or, is this something we're just right thinking about it's, or is no, this I'm a plan like, that we, we should hatched. probably do that? Okay, let's talk about that later. Okay, okay. yeah, let's, let's maybe Kevin and Beanheads flesh that unite, out man. later. Get on maybe, people's cases. Why do some people tune out? <laughs> some birthdays for you. Cuba yes, Gooding Jr., Tay Diggs, Kate Bosworth, and Dak Shepard, and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Hey, beer mug. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, oh please, man. no. Yeah. no. This is how no, it's no, go. no. Oh, no. I was going to ask after your uh, triumphant uh, stage appearance at Acoustic Christmas both nights. Define triumphant. I think he was well received. Thank okay. you. Define received. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other Muggos gigs over the holidays? Did you have a sweet uh, New Year's Eve gig lined up or anything like that for your fans? You know, unfortunately, you know, with such a hard work ethic, Muggos has to rest over the break. I see. Mm-hmm. I but see. After that one song? Yeah, after that one song. <laughs> okay. But he did hit the studio and put out a did really he? sweet exclusive Christmas track. So he did have a little bit of that. Why are you him. talking about him and not yeah, you? it's a weird third person. Muggos story. is his own man. I see. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Okay. By the way, uh, do yourself a favor, and uh, if you want to, to think favorably of Muggos like I do, avoid that Christmas track. Maybe don't <laughs> let that. That is the turn in the punch bowl. But let's, do, you, do you know how hard it is for Bean to hate a Christmas song? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but this is a sophomore slump. <laughs> let's go back to what made Muggos Muggos, though. His mumble rap that we were all a huge fan of was something we debuted a couple of months ago. It went a little bit something like this. What's up, man? It's Beer Mug. Beer Mug! A.K.A. Muggos. This is my new song called Mumble Rap. Ha! I'm about to get it. Looks like you came back for Mo. Bring it. I am the star of the show. Beer mug. My belly, I like to show. Harry. Flabby and feeling like go. Fat ass. No one can mess with my flow. Try it. Jackets don't try this at home. Knoxville. Hate me, but you're the asshole. Douchebag. Something that rhymes with asshole. Finish. Mumble rap. Mumble in. This is mumble rap and mumble in. Mumble rap. This is mumble rap and mumble I'm all mumbles in the mumble loop. So, uh, Kevin B. Lister Martin heard that and decided that that would not stand, that a diss track was necessary. And he put it up, and it was a big surprise to all of us over the holidays, not only that a listener went to the trouble to make a diss track about Muggos, but that it's so much better than Muggos' song. (laughs) Well, it didn't feel like he got destroyed. Take it easy. Take it easy. Um, Jensen, you're the uh, you're the, uh, the the rap correspondent here on the Kevin Beat Show. I mean, if you're ranking these, where's Muggos versus Martin? Well, more importantly, I'm the beef season correspondent. That's correct. If right. there's beef, I'm there. Right. I'm USDA grade. <laughs> uh, this is going to be rough, Muggos. Uh oh. Because Oof. Martin, number one, you have to understand on his Twitter, it's at Mart PhD. This oh, dude might no. just be a doctor oh, who randomly was no. like, I hate this so much, I'm going to rap. And then he sort of got to you, man. Wow. We have him on the phone, so let's talk to him. Okay, Morning, Martin. Say hi, and then we'll hear it. Yeah. Hey, Martin, how are you? I'm doing very well, guys. How are you guys? Good, well, first you. of all, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for reaching out on the Twitter, and thank you for coming on the air with us. Are you, in fact, a doctor? No, that's like just a social media thing. But are you a doctor like Dr. Dre? <laughs> Dr. Martin? <laughs> no, none of the above. Not even that. Like okay. Yeah, it just started off as an AIM screening back in the day, and then it became the Instagram handle and all that fun stuff. Okay, fair enough. All right, so what made you, what inspired you to take on Muggos? <laughs> Honestly, I don't get to really be creative at my real job, so sometimes I do stuff like this on the side for fun. Mm-hmm. 
And then once you guys played Muggos' song on the radio, I was hysterically laughing on my drive home from work. And I thought, from a listener's perspective, how funny it would be if someone randomly dissed him for no reason. And then I thought I should do it. I love the way you think, Martin. Yeah, thank you. you. (laughs) And I loved your tweet, too. So someone made a beer Muggos diss track, (laughs) and it's pretty good. So that's high praise coming from you. (laughs) I didn't want to say I made one. That that sounded kind of douchey to me, so um, I did the whole third person. So now we have two people battling in third person, which is pretty meta. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear some of uh, Kevin B. Lister Martin's diss track against the Muggos. I think you'll enjoy this. Sup, Muggos? Heard your song on K-Rock. Guess you weren't making it a rock world. Thought you'd give rap a shot, huh? Well, let me put that thought to rest. Yo, Muggos, Beer Mug, whatever your name is Hope K-Rock keeps you, cause your raps ain't getting famous Things you say, it's like your mouth shooting farts You make Bean seem normal, and Kevin looks smart Your flow was okay, but your lyrics below average You sound like an even worse 21 Savage Acting like a queen, and that was your bohemian We'd rather hear jokes from Armenian comedians Always talking diets, talking about a six-pack That belly is big, but your brain is like a tic-tac K-Rock moved offices, the kind of change you want. So on day one, you ate at every restaurant. Taco Bell, Burger King, and Panda Express. His co-workers wondering, like, bro, what's next? Don't block the snack room. Beer mug needs the streets. Almost canceled Mumford and Son just so he can eat. It's sad. He gets tired just from watching Creed. The highlight of his weeks in adult softball league. Sign up for Uber. Boy, was that a fail. Now he's hanging on to DJ Omar's coattails. Living with you, I need a couple freaking sedatives. No wonder Mama Mugs always sounds so negative. Cringing at your interviews, worse than Dodger Blues. I've heard a better questioning at Fox News. When you start to talk, I'm hoping being hits the time. I'd rather hear Ali talk about the Peaky Blinders. Rather hear Jensen talk about a star is born. I'd rather switch my in and out for some candy corn. Ah, your beer mug. Fire beer mug, no listener has ever desired beer mug. The kid has been ever inspired beer mug. You post Malone cause you sound always tired beer mug. Cause mumbo raps are just retired beer mug. Uh, no matter where you move, Venice to Santa Monica, I find you just to hug you and wish you happy Hanukkah. That's pretty good. Good writer. He's a good writer. Wow. That's pretty good. And and Martin, Thanks, what guys. I love what I love about it so much, and, and Jensen, you would you could speak to this as well as yes. a former battle rapper, yes. is the more information you have on your opponent, the better. And he covered so much mug ground there. <laughs> yeah. He covered his interviews, he covered his mom, he covered his eating, he covered everything about it. <laughs> yeah, and the best part, a good battle rapper, not everything is like, oh, you don't have to laugh. Sometimes you have to go, oh God, he got him. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah. that happened a bunch of times. Now, wow. how is Muggs, how is Muggos, sorry, supposed to come back at Martin if he doesn't know anything about Martin? That is the problem. I mean, it's hard It's hard living well, on the throne, a, isn't a, it? He's a fake doctor. We know that. Yeah, we fake, got that. Yeah, fake doctor. Uh, okay. Listens to the show too much. Right. Talks right. about himself in third person. Uh, Where do you right. live, Martin? Where, what city? Martin, don't give him any. Glendo. Oh. 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 That just opens it's up the foot. It's season, baby. <laughs> Catch you at the Americana. <laughs> All right. So you got eyebrow jokes. You got those. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, Martin, you, uh, you are phenomenal, my friend. That was great. I'm so glad you put that up there. Thank you. 
you for talking to us. I, I guess Jensen and Muggs are going to get together and determine whether the uh, whether they should get up off the mat or if they should yeah, just let the, let the mean, count go to ten. But I have a question because Muggos is cheating if Jensen comes in. Do I have to do this all solo? I don't. I feel like Martin didn't have help. Okay. Yeah, but then I might fly oh. in and hit them both. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. We, in general, are not fans of secret breaks because if Bean says he has a secret break, it's mm-hmm. usually to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. And if I say I have a secret break, it's usually to make fun of Bean. Mm-hmm. We don't know what to make of Jensen saying he has a secret break. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs> wild card. Well, it can't be good for anyone. I'll right? tell you that. That's I, my I, fear. I just feel like... I feel like no. I feel like no secret breaks allowed. I think that should be our new 2019 <laughs> it, policy. It is technically early in my career to have one. Right. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Can well, we not do it? No, no, no. We're committed. Okay, we're committed. Okay, so no, we're, we're doing we're it. We're fully right. committed. All right. Allie, how do you feel about a secret break? I feel like it's about one of you guys, so I am fine. You <laughs> oh, right, so- no. No, no. No, listen. Listen, I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> okay. okay I, I, I carry around a notebook right. of okay. things, and over the last few weeks, I've been working very hard on a few things. Okay. And I'm going to give you the chance to pick what you want from the notebook. Oh, okay, choose your own good. adventure? It's a choose your own adventure. This is the Black Mirror Bandersnatch of okay. Kevin and Bean. <laughs> okay. Here we go. These are the these are bits I've been working on. Okay. Projects. Okay. And you get to pick at the end which one you now want. Now you've already do. started working on them? All of them are you... ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're all ready to go. They're all okay. ready to go. All right. One. First game is called 1994 or 1999. I will name a legendary artist that played at the two most important concerts of all time, Woodstock 94 or Woodstock 99, and then you tell me which Woodstock they played at. Okay. That's just one of the games. Like, for example... I I would be very bad at that. Okay, if I said Arrested Development... First one. 94. 94. If I said Lit... 99. 99. Two of my favorite artists of all time. Okay. (laughs) The next one is a game called Jared Beto, which (laughs) is where I give you the the plot of a popular Jared Leto movie, and somehow I implement former senator nominee and possible 2020 presidential hopeful Beto O'Rourke into the description. All right. Let me Mm. just describe to people that every day Mm -hmm. since we met Jensen, he's been pitching this game. Yeah. And every day we say no. (laughs) Just a quick example. When a divorced Jodie Foster and her diabetes daughter take refuge in a safe room when three uh, men break in a young politician out of texas champions a single-payer legislation and universal health care that's just a, that would be panic room okay <laughs> okay well we're not gonna pick that one okay. we do not want beto or okay Leto. so i think okay. we're out on number two okay let's pick between one and three so here's the third one this third game is called a star is corn which is <laughs> i take instrumentals from the movie a star is born mm-hmm. and i take acapellas from corn songs and i mash them up let's listen to one Something takes a part of me You and I were meant to be A cheap for me to lay Something So, that's another okay. option. So, okay. okay, the fourth game. So I have a fourth game. What? Okay. So you could pick any of them. I already picked three, but go ahead. Okay, the fourth one is that my wife and I, Danielle Fischel, are having a son in July. What? what? Yes. We. You could talk about any of the four things you want to talk about. Wait, are you for real? I am for like real. Like a baby baby, not like a, a We're dog. We're having a baby son. What? You're in what? July. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's so exciting. Isn't that a big thing? But a good I want to go with the better but one. But yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? You're having a son. That was the problem. When I heard 
heard how good Star is Corn was, yeah. I was like, we're not going to talk about <laughs> yeah. the sun at all. Yeah. Have you always wanted kids? I have not always wanted kids. Okay. No, I, I actually didn't want kids for a while. Okay. And then I met Danielle and we fell in love. And then I quickly was like, this person would be the greatest person to raise a child with. And so we had been... So there's not a lot on your shoulders. I just want to clarify. Oh, no. I know, <laughs> I know for a fact I picked the person who will be picking up so much slack okay, good. for me and, and how this I... This is so exciting, yes. Jensen. Come July, we will have... Is this Whoa. what we've picked to talk about? Because I'm nervous uh, yes, that we yes. want to do the better shirt. It's tough to vote. You, you gave us too good of choice. That is true. But we found out during the break, mm-hmm. and you have to wait a certain amount of time, obviously. Sure. And today, weirdly enough, when we hit the radio, wow. is the day we can publicly go forward and talk about our, our upcoming child. Oh. All right, now we talked for a long time about Beer Mug when he had a kid. Yes. And we were like... He's going to be a bad dad. Yes. Like, they were scared. Yes. <laughs> and he turned out to be a great dad, by the way. I think yeah. so, too. Is anyone dad. a bad dad until later? I feel like Chip? everyone's... Yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of people that have bad dad stories. Okay, fair enough. Good point. I just wonder if you've ever been like, oh, Beer Mug's going to be a bad dad, and then he's a terrible dad. And you got... So far, no. Okay. Not, no, no one that I know great. of. All right, yeah. good. good. Well, How I'm... do you think you will be as a dad? I think I'll be good. I, there was weird. Right when we found out we were, we were having a baby, you can't find out the sex for a while right you know so i weirdly in my mind my whole life i would have thought i wanted a boy mm-hmm. and then i was like i think i'd want a daughter and so i sort of kept putting that into the ether but i knew deep down it was a boy which i'm fine with a uh-huh. lot of fun stuff we mm-hmm. can do and hang out and uh but are you gonna name him boy in, <laughs> in, in, i think i think jensen as the new guy on the show to show the audience that you trust him yeah let them go for the it. The audience names your kid. I, I mean, like it. I right? think I, I have a baby feeling. Baby McBaby face. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling Danielle would be into that. Oh, you no. do? <laughs> no, no. Even a Let's <laughs> open up the phone. Unless you, unless and you want take baby name. Unless ideas. you want the baby to be named Boy Meets World Car. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't want to do that. <laughs> now, Jensen, I have a, uh, I have a question. I don't, yes. I don't care about your dumb kid at all. Thank you. First of all, <laughs> but Thank um, you. I'm trying to do some, uh, some math here. Did she get pregnant on her wedding night? We. It would appear that we... It's uh, very close, if not. It would appear that it was on the honeymoon. You're a lot of man. Yeah. Wow. Which I've ap- never said Whoa. before. It would appear- Unstoppable semen. It would appear that I... <laughs> what a great band. That's a great band. Was, that's my XFL football <laughs> name also. Uh, I do want to say that it does appear that we picked a day, and that's the day mm-hmm. that we had a baby, which is not a common thing. Do we want to just put this out there now? Um, because what's the date? January 2nd. Yes. That he's already sick of hearing, are you going to name the baby Corey? Yeah, I, yeah. Or, or yeah, just the idea of any of those dumb jokes. But listen, I'm yeah. going to live with them. They're okay. going to be fine. Sure. Okay. I'm very excited. She's a lovable character from your childhood. <laughs> She's also now my wife and the mother of my child. But oh my gosh. I, we are very excited. This is going to be uh, huge. quite awesome. a big deal for us. And uh, yeah, we're, we're thrilled. And I thought it would be fun to announce it here on the radio show. I like it. Uh, for ratings. Uh, <laughs> not for anything else. Ratings Did you already tell, tell your, uh, your family? Is a good first name. Or are they hearing it now for the first no, time? No, no, no. Family found out uh, around New Year's. Yeah, around the other. What day. about okay. the cousin that gives janky gifts? Oh no, I didn't. I actually, they're out of my life. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. All right, listen. Jeez. Listen. No. Okay. Listen. I'm I'm ready to hear the explanation. I can't imagine there's one. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do. You be the judge. You be the judge right now. You can be the judge right now. You be the judge. 
Here comes the judge. You be the judge right now. Come on now and be the judge. All right, so you got your own Kofefi situation here. I part two. <laughs> this is Brady on Durf, right? I've, mm-hmm. I've had problems in the past with tweeting. No. Mm-hmm. It's possible that some nonsense has come out of my phone. Certainly, even texts to coworkers that say Coachella. Mm-hmm. When I may have had a drink or ten, things go south. And sometimes the mystery is never solved. Correct. Because, like with Radion Durf, for instance, didn't that you text you tweeted that in the middle of the night? Yes. And we we all decided there's no way you at some point woke up, got on Twitter, typed that, and then hit send. There's no way to accidentally do that. I. So it's no, very I, confusing. No, I assumed that was me. Mm-hmm. I assumed that I was not paying attention or I was thinking about something else, and I did do that. But you had like, to have been sound asleep yeah. doing it. Uh, no, because I have, I have bad insomnia, so I do wake up during mm-hmm. the night, mm-hmm. and okay. I've done that before. All right, well, this is way worse than Radion Dirt. So, so I let's ex- get into this. I accepted those. Sure. This tweet came out, I don't know, it was like one of the first days we were on vacation. I, I can tell you exactly when it did okay. and the exact time. Because I screen grabbed it <laughs> and I texted it immediately to Christine and Dave. It was Sunday, December 16th at 2.39 p.m. That is unbelievable. So here's what the tweet was. Capital D, the at symbol, T-O, and then another line, R-E-G-G-G-N-G-N-G-N-N-G at N-F-I-N-B-B-B-T-S-F-D is a... C-N, and then I put up a poll. You did a poll. By the way, a lot of N's and G's together making me very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what you were going for there. So then the poll, one of them was capital H-E-Y dot dot dot. So hey. 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 That one makes okay. sense. And then the second one to vote for was <laughs> do my love and then the letter R. <laughs> now. This is unreal. What the hell? This is unreal. Okay, so the, what time did you say it was? Two thirty nine. Two thirty nine is when I texted PM. it, and I two thirty nine p.m. and I just wrote, um, guys, right? <laughs> to which they were like, "Oh my god, right. this is not you, middle Twitter of the guys. night insomnia. This is two thirty in the freaking afternoon, right?" Yeah. Here's what I will tell you. And okay. By the way, I will admit when I make mistakes, I always have. I no, <laughs> let, let's be. Let's make this. this. Is, it's a mistake. <laughs> That's not a problem. No, no, no. But. I'm saying wasn't me. Uh, what are you shaggy? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm your saying phone was wasn't hacked. me. Now I'm open to your interpretation. Maybe you can all rule against me. But mm-hmm. I was in. I was at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino mm-hmm. and was in a poker tournament right. at that time. Okay. Oh, alibi. Everybody. And had been for uh-huh. about two hours. Where was your phone? In my pocket. Well, that well. I'm not. I'm not sold. Then. I, I think. It's but a I was awake. Pocket tweet alert. Yeah, my wiener did it? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you're saying it, but sure. <laughs> it was a wheat. Um, so I was sitting at a table. I was alert. I was paying attention. Yeah. I knew what was going on. Most of the time when this stuff happens, it's the middle of the night or I'm right. at Coachella. It almost always involves booze. Mm-hmm. Did you use your phone at all sitting at the table while you were playing cards? Um, I... I listened to music, but I started it, you know, a couple of hours earlier, just put it on shuffle, Mm -hmm. put on my headphones, and I was good. So I was awake, paying attention, hadn't been drinking at all, and Mm. was doing something else. 
All right, let's play uh, devil's advocate here okay. and say it wasn't you, that somebody else... I mean, we're talking about hacking at this point, right? Somebody right. Got, got into your Twitter account. So that's when I started thinking, but who would hack me and then tweet this? Yes. It's an awful no. There's no No, motive. no, no. Yeah. The, the only thing that I could think is that it was somebody that knew me and wanted to make fun of me or something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, this is understandable that he'd do this type be, of thing. Because Guys, I gotta put my foot down. This is an no, insane response. This is, your response is insane. Yeah. There's no way someone How? hacked into your phone, put a bunch of random letters, and did a poll. Okay, while I'm playing poker, I put up a poll and labeled each one? Does that make any sense to you? No. The poll part of it is what threw me off. Like, that takes extra effort to click on the poll and then to label each of them. There's no way that that accidentally happened. Is there? I just, I maybe the difference is, is that I don't think someone hacked into it. I think there's some sort of weird reason, but I don't think someone said, I'm going to get that Kevin and put a bunch of nonsense. I think they would put up there like something crazy. Well, that's what I thought. This is that's why this it is just weird. Okay, it is just weird. Yes. So when somebody texted me like, "What's this?" I freaked out and took it down immediately and changed my password because I just assumed that somebody hacked me. But then I went back later. I was thinking like, again, who would hack me and why would they write this? It because- also sucks because we'll never know the answer to the poll. Well, that's my thing is you be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to decide because I honestly don't know. I think I was hacked. It's very... I don't know how it's possible I would have done it. Are all right. we all just avoiding what we want to say here, you guys? What do you want to say? See people jump from, I'm not positive <laughs> what the answer is, to uh, must be you know, infallible word of God or, you know, uh, any terrorist... <laughs> was it, Allie? Right. But situations, what were you UFOs, thinking, Allie? You go, uh, okay. unidentified. Right, so... It must be Ayla. And you go, no. Right. It's just maybe a, a question that we'll never know the answer to. Is that your point, Allie? Is that what you're going to say? That actually wasn't. But remember <laughs> the Radeon Durf thing, and then we were kind of all joking, like, maybe he's a leader of a cult. None of us knew it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of unanswered questions about this. I feel like you are putting a word out to your followers. <laughs> yes. oh. We don't even know. And we don't even know it. This is See, his dog whistle. Yes, yeah. he's playing it dumb right now. Like, oh, I got hacked from my butt. But no, it was on the it was on the table. I was listening to music. Nothing's adding up, Kevin. That's my cult, point. Cult, 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 cult. But is the right answer hey or is it do my love? It's to my love R. That was leading when I screen grabbed it. Okay. That was the the one that had the most votes? Yeah, for sure. So, it was me? I mean, it has to be you. There's no one who would even consider this a hack. Well, that's what I think, too, but I wasn't drinking. It doesn't make sense at 2.30 in the afternoon while playing poker that you pull out your phone and put up a bogus poll, Jensen. It doesn't make sense to us because he's not giving us the cues for our next move because we're not in Kevin's cult. You'll know what to do. You'll see a lot of NNGs. (laughs) Just vote for hey. Exactly. (laughs) So it's cult? It's cult. Dude. This is weird. That's my point. This is really like this is a mystery. Like this I is the Malaysian plane and, right now. I freaked out and changed my password because I was so sure it wasn't me. Having said that, why would they do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It I makes kinda, no sense either way. It would have said like I see on the the tweet as well. It definitely came from your phone because it doesn't say. How do you know? Well, because it doesn't say like from. Uh, it would say like from an Android or something if it's weird and strange. Like this is oh. from the normal way you tweet. Look, I, look, I don't know. All I know is I had 19 votes <laughs> at, the, at the point it got taken down. 
But you're saying it was me. It, yeah. it might not have been you, but whatever gets into you and channels you. Okay, it was a Sent that out. Okay, I yeah. got it. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Hey, uh, ahead of the last uh, what's happening, one more piece of uh, old business, if I could just real quick. Did y'all get my Christmas card? I did. With, yes. with my little puppies on it. Yeah, I did. Yes. Adorable. Everyone got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I haven't gotten yours yet. I'm still, I'm just waiting and I just, <laughs> they haven't. He's that guy. With the mail, I thought maybe. Yeah, it's it uh, slowed up because of the holidays. And haven't received uh, right. Christmas cards from Jensen or, or right. Allie or Chip or Kevin or Dave or Christine or Beerbuck. I just want to make sure. I'm they, sorry. I thought that was a really sweet gesture till right now. They're on the way. I just want to make sure they're on the way because I just am <laughs> excited about getting them. I, just... I actually, I like the environment and I don't want to waste trees. <laughs> well, you could always email one. But then uh, the data. Right. You, you don't want to yeah. waste the data. Saving it. Mine doesn't roll over. Do you roll over data? No, I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think. All right. It was my modem. Allie is here with our final look at what's happening here on this Wednesday, the first show of 2019. It was a really cute card, though, Bean. It was. Yes, I was just kidding, you guys. I'm glad you got them. Yeah, it's on the way. Okay. (laughs) This is a really interesting story because usually when somebody does something good, you immediately tell everyone about it so you can get some recognition for it. Mm -hmm. Well, this uh, this happened um, over Easter Sunday of last year. I say last year because it's literally <laughs> not this year. Second, nope. Okay. Um, a chance the rapper revealed on Instagram that uh, he just pulled a man from a burning car. You guys saved a life. So he wrote. So I never told this to the world, but my friends can merch. I saved a person by myself on Easter Sunday this year on my way to church. By the way, for those listening that don't know merch, that's like. His friends can testify to it. Wait, Put man. his word on How's it. How's it spelled? Merch, like merch, M-E-R-C-H. I think it's he meant vouch, and it auto-corrected no, to no, merch. No, no, it's, it's like a it's a Chicago thing. Oh, really? You, you, but like, he also rhymed it. Was I it tweeting with, it? He also rhymed it with church in the next line, though. It's almost like <laughs> oh, it was on d- purpose. Oh, so I never told this to the world, but my friends can merch. I saved a person by myself on Easter Sunday this year on my way to church. Yeah. It sounded just like Chance. Didn't it? <laughs> I, uh, I've been listening a lot to Chance, really okay. trying to emulate his sound. No, but merch, like you All right. put okay. put your word on it, that type of thing. Anyway, he goes on to say, basically, I was driving to church, Dolo, about to go south on Lakeshore Drive, and another car drives into the wall in front of me, going like 90 miles per hour, coming off the exit. I was on- the only person out there when it first happened, and his car was on fire, so I had to break his window, take off his seatbelt, let his seatbelt back, and pull a whole grown man out of the car <laughs> unconscious. I love that. A whole grown man. <laughs> Not just part of him? He said he was initially unsure of the victim's fate, but then after he shared that on Instagram, he got a DM from the kid's nephew. And he said, that was my uncle, and he's alive. That's Thank you so cool. much. So Interesting, Why right? do you suppose he chose now to that speak was, out about this I, thing? That also was my question. I don't know. Why bring it up Do you think now? he was like, I have waited right? eight months now for no someone to else. pick up this story, and <laughs> <Yeah>. nobody has. <laughs> Now that I found out he didn't die, mm-hmm. I'm going to post it. But no, he didn't <laughs> know, know that he I know, but maybe he, he did. I'm just thinking oh, little, conspiracy based. Okay. Who knows? That's odd. But I'm, good I'm on not, him. What I'm right. saying is I'm not merching for him. Okay. You're not. Oh. We have done the phone topic before, but let's do it again sometime this year of you saved a person's life. Because we got amazing stories from our listeners who have been in situations where they've been able to do that. I love Most that. of them made up. But we did get a lot oh, of good I don't stories. Know. <laughs> 
Kevin has no faith in the human condition. Well, remember how furious Kevin used to get whenever, like, Tom Cruise or somebody saved a life? He was so mad that a celebrity jumped in to save somebody. No, because it usually came from a publicist. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, but maybe he, like, gave him a little warning or something. I always felt like they blew it out of proportion to make him look better than he was. In this particular case, Mm -hmm. he didn't even bring it up for eight months. Mm -hmm. What about Benedict Cumberbatch when he's just, like going full steam into like people brawling in the middle of the street and they're like holy crap is that Benedict breaking up this fight like people do do great things yes I agree yeah I agree not Tom Cruise though that's all <laughs> that's all BS I'm saying you guys don't think sometimes publicists exaggerate on behalf of their clients 100% okay oh yeah. I think Tom Cruise's publicist is probably on the up and up no problems there isn't that his sister wasn't his it sister was for a long time, forever yeah, yeah. That is funny. But you guys, Zinu runs the ship. We sure. That's true. I did this story earlier, and I guess I, um, I I questioned all of you because I said, as a man, have you not thought about what it would be like to have a lady part, like just for one day? And you all said, no, I've never thought that. Mm-mm. And Quick, then I Quickly, s- we said it. None uh, of quickly, us have oh, ever, no, yeah. None of you hesitated. No. And I said, well, I think all women have thought about what it would be like to have a penis for one day. And then I asked Chip, and she's like, no, never. <laughs> And Maybe I, it's just a you thing. I really thought, like, I, I had a whole day planned of what I would do with my penis for a day. Like, I thought we all had that. Apparently, we don't. But here's why I bring it up. Because Kira Knightley said that she's never wanted to have a penis, but if she did, it would be for only one reason. Okay. And that was to be able to pee up a tree. She said, being able to do that standing up, it's so convenient. You can just whip it out and whatever. But the <laughs> idea of something so vulnerable swinging between my legs, I think I'm all right without it. But I still call BS. I still say, if you can honestly say, ladies out there, that you have never thought for one second, like, I wonder what it would be like having a penis for a day. I think you're lying. So you're calling Chip on the call- menu this week? You're calling I'm Chip calling a liar. Chip a liar. Hmm. Call me a liar. Not cool. Chip, you've thought about it. No. Like, how Not cool is it? One day. No, one day. One day, no. It would be convenient to have to go use the restroom, but not. I haven't sat there, sat there and think, thought about it like you have. I mean, I had plans. Like, what will we eat? Um, (laughs) Where will I bring it? Like, it's just, What will we eat? I've just, I've thought of these things. I don't want to shock your world, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't change how we eat. (laughs) What? No. I I just meant, like, where would we go? Like, a restaurant. Me and my penis. Oh, that's what I thought. Like, it would be like a little date. Here we go. (laughs) Do you like Italian? Just a penis. What? All right. So I guess we're not going to take phone calls? Nope. (laughs) All right. That's not going to happen. You guys, Ariana Grande has reportedly turned down the offer of a damehood from the Queen of England. And it's because um, she was asked basically... Out of um, appreciation for her One Love Manchester concert, she organized to raise all the monies for the victims of the 2017 Manchester Arena bombing. But she thinks that if she accepted the offer, she would somehow be disrespecting those same people from the attack. Like, oh, you guys all died, but look at me. I became a dame because I had this concert for you, which I think is pretty interesting. I think most people would be like, no, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm a dame. Yeah, you'd have to. I take it. Yeah, I mean that's not the question of it. Would I take a penis if I was a woman? Would you? <laughs> uh, but I'm saying, in real life, yes, I would take that. 
It's just a title. It yeah. would be pretty hard to turn down. I, I think she's I mean, better than all of us. Think. I also think there's a long history of, uh, is it Damehood and knight- Knighthood? Is that mm-hmm. the other one? That sure. Was, of people because of charitable, you know, Bob Geloff, perfect example, sure. who, got, who got one for the, you know, the a- African relief that he did. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a legit thing. I don't think it takes away from the good work that you did no. to be recognized for it. But she's erring on the side of caution. That's fine, too. Right. So there you have it, everybody. There you have it. Kevin Spacey. Wow. A lot happened with him while we were off. <laughs> Whoa. Quite a run. I, I don't know any of this. What? Oh, th- he None did a video um, as Frank Underwood, right? That's his character on... Mm-hmm. What the heck show? That's not even... Uh, that's not even the story I'm House doing right now. <laughs> um, he did this video about, I know you guys want me to be on the show, essentially. As him. It was... The most bizarre thing. So he was playing I, the character of? Yes. I haven't okay. edited it yet, but I do have it laid down. I can play a little bit of it if you just want to get a, a feel for it. Okay. Sure. Is that okay? Okay. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong. It's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And this, by the way, is him dressed up like in a kitchen, like he's on a cooking show wearing an apron. Yeah. Psychopathic. It was, a, it's, it it's was bizarre. What is and, happening? And, and half the time you feel like, yes, he's trying to get back on House of Cards because he mentions later on that you never actually saw his character die. But then the other half of the time, it sounds like he's talking about these accusations from this, this, this lawsuit that's going up against him where he's talking about you don't know what you think and you don't know what you saw and you don't know what's real it was real bizarre He's and i'm insane. sure he doesn't have a publicist anymore because they would have shut that down yeah but someone had to have filmed it there was mm-hmm. like expensive lighting used it's yeah. so crazy that he has a team that thought that at all a team yeah or a friend who thought a that was a good idea yeah. maybe like, an employee so though dumb. maybe he has an assistant and then the next day he was being uh not hounded but paparazzi were outside of his house he walked outside in a hat that said retired in 2018 and gave them pizzas. I'm yeah, like, oh, you're t- having like a real breakdown. Wow. He took pizza to the paparazzi. Yeah. He was he was in Baltimore. He wasn't even at home. They yeah. found him in Baltimore, and yeah. he went out and served pizza to the paparazzi. Yeah, he's- and now he's back today doing something else, right? Well, yeah. He um, had filed asking permission to not show up to the ar- arraignment next week on a sexual assault charge because, quote, my presence will amplify the negative publicity already generated in connection with this case. Yes, it's a sexual assault charge. You being there isn't going to lessen or add to it. It's a negative charge, mm-hmm. right? So a Massachusetts judge just ordered him, yeah, you're going to be there. This, You don't get to skip this, sir. It's all... It, wow, this it's is bizarre. bizarre. It's a like, crazy think he's losing it? Like, really yes. losing yes. it? Yeah, yes. I do. Oh, for sure. No. For sure. Yeah, but prosecutors announced last month that they were charging him with felony indecent assault and battery stemming from an alleged encounter with a then 18-year-old at a Nantucket bar in July 2016. And that victim reportedly has video of it happening. Wow. So, and it's a, a newscaster, longtime newscaster in Massachusetts. It's her son. And it was because of her tweet that she was like, this is what you did to my kid in wow. a bar. And then this all came from that. But yeah, he apparently um, doesn't get to not show up oh, to the arraignment. Kevin's He's going well, to have to show up. In, in his defense, and I know those are ridiculous oh, words geez. to say, Kevin wow. Spacey. So, no, no, but, that. but as a legal maneuver, it is not uncommon for people to be able to be represented at an arraignment by their attorney. 
Mm-hmm. Every state, you know, every state may be different. Every charge may be different in terms but of how that charges, applies. This seriously? I think, I think it's that he needs to be responsible for the assault either to say he's guilty or not right. guilty. Mm-hmm. I think they want him to be there to say that. To say but, it. Yeah, in exactly. this case, yes. In, in, this, in this case, yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying is yeah. there are times where you don't have to be there, but mm-hmm. uh, he's just trying to do some legal maneuvering to, you know, to get out of the spotlight again, which is weird because he's the guy who keeps putting himself in the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's weird. What if he shows up with pizza for the judge? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just though. Do, do, do we need all of that? No. We don't, sir. We no. don't. Some birthdays for you. Tay Diggs, Cuba Gooding Jr., Dax Shepard, and Kate Bosworth, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. In your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. R.J. Bell takes a look at the NFL Wild Card Weekend. We've got Get Up on This with Jensen. We're also going to pick baby names for Jensen. Yeah, and, and Danielle, Danielle will be on the phone. Yeah. going to be on the phone. Yep. And she says that she will consider them seriously. Yes, that is not a bit. Have she- you not talked to her about us I'm- and our listeners? She'll learn quick, I guess. Yes, she will. <laughs> Uh, and Dr. Drew will join us as well tomorrow. And all of the giveaways that we gave away today, we're going to we're gonna double that tomorrow. Fantastic. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.